7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans, radioforhumans.com. Check out the new website. I know you're probably already there. And we appreciate that. What a flawless transition we've done. Uh, so welcome to the show. Fellow humans, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble of Swamp. Hey, I'm a human. You are? Sometimes too too much of a human, but hi. Yes, and um, now I share a swamp in my backyard, as do you. Different kind. You have the metaphorical oh, swamp. God. I have a literal swamp. So, <laughs> what do do? It's, what, is it is it like five feet deep? Two no, feet deep? no, it's like ankle deep. <laughs> no, a it's not lot that of bad. Water. It is. It, it is. It, a, our, it's, our, and Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome, sir. It's thigh high. I'm looking at this picture here. <laughs> it's about thigh high, I think. I, I think you're right. I think you're, you know, that that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, our, he looks, yeah. How tall uh, is Swamp Thing, anyway? Swamp Thing, I, I think he's like eight feet tall, at least. Some, well, he's variable size feet, so. because he's a plant, so he can grow larger. There's a good three and three and a half feet there, and there. <laughs> I hope he gets some use out of your uh, fire pit there. there yeah, I really. You could probably take a dump oh in it. Oh, my God. You need a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, really. So, uh, anyway, uh, welcome, everybody. And, of course, joining us uh, later in the program, in hour two, Bobber, der Braumeister, will be here with us. And in hour three, Trisec, Ask a Vet, for Freedom's blog, will be on the program with us. Yes, so very excited. And we have a special guest for next Friday, too, but I'll leave that as a surprise for the time being. I'll mention it before we're done on the program tonight. But, yeah, so we are uh, we, we had a great radio marathon from 12 to midnight the other day. I want to hats off to Paul and Adam for uh, holding down the fort with me. For that twelve hours, I was exhausted by the end of the day because I was like sitting at the. I've been sitting at the computer so much doing stuff for radio for humans. My neck and my shoulders have started bothering me, so I had to back away for a little bit. But um, I'm but so hi guys, sorry. that's okay. And hey, Cat, Cat is telling us that uh, they're getting error messages from TuneIn. Oh, are they? Okay, so um, yeah, yeah. Adam, they're not if getting a signal. Yeah, yeah. Um, try and um, we were having issues last night, and there is something on people's browsers that uh, their Google Chrome. If you can use Firefox, it should alleviate the problem. 
uh, if you still have Firefox. Um, but uh, Chrome, apparently, there's something that needs to be disabled to... Uh, they just did it, because Adam and I both had to do this on our computers last night. And, uh, yeah, so I'm guessing it's something there. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know, Adam, if you're uh, working or not, but if you can pop in says he's in there if he can just explain to them what's going on that would be awesome but um yeah i'm kind of pissed off that i have to change browsers well yeah i guess um you know it's me being bitchy right now but i just didn't see this being a, a massive problem so uh yeah i don't know there's there's something with the browser but anyway um, looks like other people are listening. Anybody, let us know if you're having a cat. Yeah, cat's getting in the air. Um, Alexa doesn't rec recognize radio for humans. Hmm. I don't know. Um, there was, uh, yeah. Uh, well, this show got, just got derailed. Huh. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I whoever can't hey, hear us right now, I, I don't know alive. what to do. Yeah, I don't, but yeah, I, I, my hands are tied at the moment. This was something that happened late last night that Adam and I sorted out, but he's on the bus and he can try and explain. So, um, but yeah, thank you, Joe, for, uh, uh, passing on the Firefox information. So no problem. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, getting back into things. Uh, yeah, I've been, we've been working very hard on promos. I played the first five new promos for radio for humans on Tuesday. They are now in the rotation, but we have some new ones from people. Um, yeah, it's not tune in. It's Chrome. So, uh, but anyway, I don't I know. Chrome. Yeah. I don't know about the thing with Alexa. I can't, I, I, I just, I don't know. Um, this is all new. It was worked on my television last night, worked on my phone, wouldn't work on Google Chrome. So I don't know. I don't have an Alexa, so I don't know. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to just play a couple new promos. Susan made a couple new promos. And uh, while I play this, I can maybe poke around and type a message or something. Hi, this is the Suze from Mike Check Radio. The prettiest girl in Cleveland. Cleveland Town, USA. You're listening to Radio for Humans, radioforhumans.com. Yeah, so uh, there's a one from the Suze. There we go. What'd you guys think of that? I liked it. I think it was, I think it was good. Cool. All right. I do. I was distracted because I'm actually thinking about the fact that I'm, okay, I'm distracted. Yeah. Um, well. Sorry. It, it was it was a good promo. All right. What do you guys want to talk about? Anything uh, pop up in the news that caught your interest today? Like maybe Trump. Uh, He's a jerk. I actually watched him for that, for part of that press thing. And then I, I flipped everything over to music. I didn't watch, I didn't watch news for most of the afternoon. What I do know is that I don't trust the fact that um, we're going to have a vaccine by the end of the year. And even if we do have a vaccine by the end of the year, I listened to that promo 
or that press conference, they aren't saying that everybody's going to be able to have it. They're not going to have a vaccine by the end of the year. No, I don't think they are. <laughs> They're not going to have a vaccine by the end of next year. And just so you know, there's no ego involved. There's no ego involved in this. Trump Trump assured us. Trump, okay. He's still, still, and ever will be, and ever shall be, a shyster. You know, there's a lot of... (laughs) There's a lot of uh, alternate reality creating going on there. So, and I was surprised that uh, doctors like like Fauci was standing there. I, I noticed he had a mask on, probably because they didn't want him to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah. Um, I wonder if he had duct tape on under there. Pretty symbolic. Yeah. Um I didn't. I didn't see one single expert who, who thinks that that uh, that uh, that uh, a quarantine uh, a virus uh, yeah vaccine is is even possible closer than uh, you know before twelve to eighteen months. Due yeah. to, and and if they rushed one, would you take it? Would you let them inject a vaccine that? They rush through Clorox. Would you trust it? Well, you know, well, I don't know. You know I mean, would you would you trust no, it? No, no, of course not. Because I actually, I actually thought about that, and mm. I, I had this really crestfallen feeling. What you're saying is legit. Crestfallen part of me is that's exactly what the anti-vaxxers are going to say. Uh, from a place that's coming that's coming from science. Well, it's, well, you know, follow yeah. me here. Uh-huh. What Joe just said <clears throat> is legit coming from a place. Science. We've been we've been here on this show, and and most of our friends out there are basing it on science. And so I don't know if I would take the vaccine because I would like to see what the science is. But the anti-vaxxers are automatically going to say. Nope, not going to take it. So yeah, we're entering into a really, really uncomfortable zone. That's what I was thinking about today. Yeah, as far as the anti-vaxxers are concerned, I'm not concerned about them. If, if I felt the vaccine was safe and proven and went through the regular uh, you know, regimen that they have to go through to prove that it's safe, uh, I would take it. And then the hell with the anti-vaxxers, they just die and they can't affect me if that was true. And if they had a vaccine, the point is, if you rush through a vaccine, part of the part of the from what all the experts I listen to today, a big part of of vaccine testing is not only seeing if it's effective on humans, but seeing a how effective it is. In other words, does it give you immunity for six months, a year? For example, I I, I get I got a. Uh, a shingle shot. Mm-hmm. The old shingle shot was only fifty percent effective. People still got shingles. Okay, now they yeah. have a new shingle shot, and it's not just a shot. Two, two to six months later, you have to get a booster. So, the, how do we know all these things about this vaccine that doesn't even exist yet? A, how long does it last? We don't know, B, any, we don't know much about this actual 
virus. Right, and we don't even know if they could make a vaccine. But even if they could, does it last a year? Does it last for life? Uh, does it need a booster? And not just uh, that, it's uh, you know under the guidance of this lunatic in the White House right now. So, that's right. You know, and, and you never know who's going to get fired from the project from from one minute to the next. And my my last point too is uh, you're right about that, Ken. My my last point about vaccines, they have to follow people for months and months and months to find out if two months, three months, six months in, there's a reaction. Yeah, something happens. You know, do 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 you get kidney failure, liver failure? Is there mm-hmm. is there a problem? Um, you know, you don't just you don't just fast track a vaccine like you could, you know, fast track uh, uh, a new tire product or uh, you know a new yeah. car. That's that's. What and I'm even they have at. to be tested. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. That's what I was trying to get at. Trump yeah. and his those sycophants announcing we're going to, and he did, he announced we're going to have a vaccine by the end of the year. Or earlier, he said. And, and that feeds to me, because what you said, Joe. They're going to discover <clears throat> it on the moon of, with Space Force. Yeah, but bear with me, because what Joe said is based upon science. But the problem with anti-vaxxers is they take just a little bit of that stuff based upon science. Mm-hmm. I just feel like what he did today feeds into the anti-vax movement. I I know it's a hard. I know I'm not making the connection. But no, I know exactly what you're saying. Is that there are legitimate reasons not to take vaccines, especially vaccines that were developed in a hurry to help Trump get reelected. That's my yeah. point. If we want to put that bluntly, I'm not going to put anything into my body. That's an experimental drug that was developed just to make sure that his poll numbers went up. How much you want to bet that Trump is... One of the the things that he said at that that presser today was um, a a reporter... I didn't watch the whole thing. A a reporter asked something along the lines of, um, is everybody going to be able to get the vaccine that he's talking about? And he said, well, I don't know. Only the people that want to take it. He, he said that. When I heard that, literally my spidey sense went up, and it was like, oh, you're fucking speaking to the anti-vaxxers. Well, you know, the real problem, though, is all this testing that's going on, because if you didn't test, there wouldn't be as many cases. And I'd have a million dollars in the bank if it wasn't for all those pesky bank statements. You know, yes, if no you one would test, ever... I would no never one... know I had a yeast infection. The, the cancer death rate in this country would go down to zero if we exactly. didn't if we didn't screen for cancer. Yeah, yeah this, exactly. What he, what he said, yes, that was yesterday. Now in town, right? Yeah, what let's not screen saying? for anything. We'll have no disease. Diseases will all go away because statistically they'll go away because if you don't test for them, people will be dying. We won't know why, how or why. Why are they dying? We won't know because we don't test. And we won't do autopsies either, so we never know. They just died. Oh, well, th- if they did autopsies, then people would literally be dead. Because oh, hang, they don't yeah. have to do them, they yeah, don't die. Hang on it's one crazy. second. 
Hang on one second. Um, thank you, Adam. Adam has been helping people solve the problem with their browsers, so I appreciate you doing that. I saw Bobber just uh, had his problem fixed with that, and so did Michelle, but Michelle uh, looked it up too. But what Adam posted in our chat, if you're having issues listening, look at the screenshots uh, that he posted. Just scroll up. Um, and, uh, yeah, on Discord. I don't know if anybody's over in the RF1. Uh, yeah, wait a second. Uh, anyway, so welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this well, is, uh, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I looked at live web DJ and we have just about as many listeners as we always have shy a couple. So it wasn't really affecting a lot of people. So that's good. So anyway, um, yeah, you know, the, the, this whole thing, I mean, it, Okay, we would, yeah, yeah, dumb, dumb Donnie. I mean, is that the, can he say anything dumber? You know, uh, uh, like, I, I mean, yeah, if we didn't do so much testing, there wouldn't be so many cases. Because they look and they find something, they find a little thing, and, oh my God. Isn't, isn't that the ultimate description of, I want to deny the amount of cases? It's, I don't care how many people die from this. That's what it is. Yeah, it really is. He doesn't want it. He doesn't He's want looking it for every excuse, every excuse to cover up for his failed leadership in the lost month of February. Let's not forget February, everybody. And part of January, too. And again, that travel ban was mm -hmm. bullshit. Uh, uh, you know, again. Well, first, yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead, Joe. It, the travel ban. He banned China. For, you know, people coming from China. Forty thousand people come in afterwards. Mm-hmm. And China wasn't the problem. Where was the biggest problem in this country? East Coast, specifically New York, New York City, and why? Because where did the virus come from? It came from Europe. Let's wait. Wait. Let's get this straight. Washington, first case that we knew about. And then later on, we knew about California. Cases on the West Coast did come from Asia. They came from China. Sure. Ones on the East Coast came but that from wasn't, Europe. But that was, by the time that was, we knew about those cases on the West Coast, the virus was here. Yeah. And his 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 little uh, yeah. his little ban meant nothing. No, the ban. And he was banning the wrong country anyway, because the biggest problem in this country was in New York City. That's, that's yeah, that's the point that I'm trying. And and Andrew Cuomo has said this. Yeah. West Coast, they got the virus from China. The East Coast got the virus from Europe. So. And the worst part of it, because those people were just flowing in. And we and yeah. going back, they they landed in New York, spread the virus, and then went home to wherever they were going. They got connecting flights and ended up in Chicago and Florida, Louisiana, it, it was Georgia. Man, his China ban didn't help. It was bullshit. The fact that he ignored. Uh, well, I, and and uh, I'm going to say this, but I don't even know if 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 the White House knew that there was a different strain of this virus coming through Europe at the time. 
I learned about it from Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. I never heard about it from the White House or the administration. So I, 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 do, I do feel like most of the flights that come from and to, that come into and from Asia, that's the West Coast. New York, Newark, um, Dulles, East mm-hmm. Coast, you know, BWI. Sure. Those are European flights. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but it's not just Europe. It was. It was legit. There was a problem from China. There was. Well, sure. What, what I'm saying is, is that it spread from China. Some of it came to the West Coast. What I'm saying is it spread from China in two directions, in all directions. Okay. Yeah, okay. People, okay. Pe- people came to the West Coast of the United States. People went to Europe. It spread out of China, obviously, out of Wuhan, mm-hmm. and it spread all over. What I'm saying is, is that the people coming from China weren't the major problem in this country because the West Coast problem, as you see, first of all, because they had competent leadership, and second of yeah. all, there wasn't as much infection on the West Coast because the, the, the spread from China to the West Coast wasn't as great as the spread that was secondary to Europe that came into LaGuardia, BWI, and all those airports, yeah. and okay. then got connecting flights and spread out through the country. If we could have done contact tracing, I'll bet you it would have looked like, like a, a plague being spread out from the East Coast right through the, the middle. Look at the map of the infection rates. Just look at those maps. The west, the yeah. east coast looks like it's it's dotted with with uh, uh with uh um you know you, you know fungus and mm-hmm. as you go west it it thins out. Why? Well, because the major infections were the secondary infections from Europe. That yeah, they originated in China. But it, it sure. didn't spread in one direction, it spread in all directions. Yeah. And what we were not paying attention to is that Europe was getting infected before we were. And people were going back and forth with glee, <laughs> thinking that the only problem is people coming from China. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, this is this is where I get really pissed off because, again, he keeps saying it's the China. China, yeah. China. Yeah, well, that's a lot to say. Yeah. He needed to pay attention to what was happening in Italy. He needed to pay attention to what was happening in the United States. Way back in the day, we were told by reputable news outlets, they're two weeks behind Italy. Do you remember that? I remember it. didn't pay attention to it. The White House didn't pay attention to it. Administration, who is occupying the White House, didn't pay attention to it. It was during that time, he was out there calling it a hoax. And having rallies. I, I forever not be angry about March having 2nd, fucking rallies. On March 2nd. I would like to see if there's any possibility of finding out the number of people who attended his last rally who have uh, come down with COVID-19. But I understand that's a privacy issue and I don't want people to lose never, their shit and know. go after you know them or anything. Because know? it's, you know, medical <laughs> records are private too. You're never going to know because right now Trump wants to make sure that the CDC doesn't kind of follow people who died. 
Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those things where they, you know, I, I can't remember the exact explanation, but they don't want to, you know, people have had, they might have died from pneumonia or they might have died from stroke during that period. Sure. They don't want to go back to say, oh, they might have died from COVID. That's what's going on here. And that's really sinister. You hear Trump saying, we, the, we shouldn't have more tests because then we'll know. Yeah. I really do think he's talking about the fact that he knows that he's responsible for people at his rallies. They're dead. Yeah. Well, he's looking. He's here's the thing. Is again going back to what I was I, saying I before. Didn't make that Just sound going. As I, as I no. Wanted to, but. No. It was pretty clear. Um, no. Um, going back to what I said. Uh, this is all about him. You know, and we know this about him. We know, shock, shock. You know. Um, uh, but seriously, this is him looking to plant nuggets of blame everywhere. And it just looks so pathetic at this point because it's like, we know everybody knows. And sorry, seriously, <laughs> um, that's what happened. And uh, sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. Sorry, Dave. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, speaking of Dave, we're going to have Trisec on later. So, I don't know if he likes Dave or David. Or just Trisec. We'll see. Uh, and don't worry, I'm not going to say his last name on the radio like a creep. Um, so, uh, anyway, Joe Santorsa. I'll say your last name. No. <laughs> Rick <Yeah, go> Koch. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, well, let's go ahead and run to the break. Um, and, don't say Coke. Uh, huh? Don't say Coke. Oh. Don't Koch. <laughs> I, didn't I say conch? Yes, you did. I was kind of okay. making a joke. That's good. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so, all right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. And, uh, yeah, you'll get to hear new promos and stuff on this. It'll be hilarious because we did some funny stuff. Nope, that's not the right song. Let's see. Is this it? There it is. All right. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear.
I could kiss you in the mouth. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka goes right there. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit radioforhumans.com and bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. This is Miles and Michelle of Mike Check Radio, and we wanted to welcome you to Radio for Humans to Serve Man. Don't get on that ship! Rest of the book to serve men. It's a cookbook. We promise we will not eat you. Unlike Alex Jones, I will eat your ass. It is the best deal you're going to get. Radioforhumans.com. You're gonna tell them Silent Breed is my country. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And uh, yeah, just uh, congratulations uh, to Miles and Michelle for making that awesome promo. Uh, I slapped it, you know... Produced, they, they recorded a whole bunch of stuff last night, and I just kept slapping them together. So I got three good promos out of those guys last night, and more reads, more good reads. But I got to uh, put them, set them to music and stuff. So uh, anyway, uh, also coming up, we got some surprises in the programming. Um, I don't have a new, we're working on a new promo for Paul's Memory Bank. I hope to have that done this weekend. Uh, I pretty much have uh, working on a script with Adam for Paul for it, and Paul will voice it, and I'll Put some fun stuff on it. And I still need a new promo for From the Bunker. I got in touch with Jody a while ago. But obviously, I'm not going to put pressure on people to send me recordings of their voices right now. Because everybody, you know, has stuff and feelings and whatever that they're dealing with. And I don't want to push anybody. So anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on... The Tim Coromel Show, the one and only Tim Coromel Show. How did you like my little patchwork I did for you guys there? <laughs> I loved it. I liked it. Good, good. It's about we have to update ours, too. We, I mean, I, we have to record new ones. Yeah, I, you know, and I like, uh, you know, uh, if it's serviceable, I like having a lot, you know. So if it's like, you know, I, I think that's for our listeners, they'd appreciate it, too. If you can, you know, if we all like just bang out one-liners and stuff like that and, 
and I'll gladly set them to royalty-free music. I have a bunch of it that uh, I've I never used. I know. So I'm excited for that. Oh, I have to talk to Tim this weekend. We have a, a weekend off coming up. Maybe he'll want to do some recording next weekend. Well, I don't know. I might be able to just build one out of this. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you could start there. <laughs> sure. So, oh, I should attack that that on the end. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna do that, everybody. So oh, you heard yeah. it here first. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. I almost started dissecting you you and Bobber's uh, Christmas uh, bumpers to see if I could get, because uh, I still have the raw reads from that. So, Oh, you could. Yeah. So I did that. I totally, the, the Brad, Brad Friedman one was totally Frankensteined. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was from before Radio for Humans was even a glimmer in any of our eyes. So. Before it was even a. An egg and a sperm that could possibly meet. Yeah, I uh, one of those uh, some of the audio I used for the Brad. There's a bumper for you. There right you there. go. There's the there. bumper. Perfect. Um, but yeah, well, uh, but but the um, the uh, yeah, some of the audio for the broadcast is like ten years old or something like that. So, uh, but I keep everything. Look at me. I, I'm a pack rat with the audio. That's why you know I'm proud to have the uh, arsenal of thrills. Yeah. So anyway. So uh, a little story from my day today. Um, I think I might have hit a wall <laughs> for cooking. <laughs> oh no! At least today, I made the worst fucking spaghetti and meatballs I've ever had in my life. <laughs> uh oh. It was, they were, they were frozen meatballs. It was an, a brand that I thought I bought before. It was not, they were not good. Um, Susan didn't mind them. So I'm like, you can have meatball sandwiches tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, and the sauce just, it, it wasn't good either. Uh, it just, you know, tasted metallic or something. And, uh, and yeah. And then I, I cooked way too much spaghetti I was looking at this bag, and it, it was like a one-pound bag, and I put it all in the pot, and I was like, yeah, it's the same as one of those little boxes. No, it's so much pasta. And it, <laughs> and it clumped up in the bottom. <laughs> it was oh, awful. Gosh. It was awful. I mean, uh -huh. I... I, it, I there were so many mistakes made on so many levels with this dinner, and I just ate some of the noodles and was like, "Fuck this! I'm not eating anymore." Oh, um, I'll I'll <laughs> eat the noodles with something else, you know. But the sauce and the meatballs can go, you know. I'll I'll make a nice little Alfredo or something for the or, or something. I don't know, you know. You make pasta salad oh, with it. <laughs> I'll you, make. Do you make your sauce from scratch? Oh God, no, no! I'm a honky. Oh, okay. I'm gonna. No. I gotta write it up. I write it up. I got a sauce recipe. Su well, Susan has makes sauce with her friend Shannon, but they can't do it this year, probably. So we only have one jar of that left, and we're saving it for a special occasion. I just use canned tomato shit, you know. But uh, but yeah, it was just a it was just a, a multi level failure of a meal. It was terrible. This is a terrible thing that I've done. Uh, terrible, 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 terrible thing. thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I gotta find the terrible drop, but yeah, Joe, uh, your 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 family would have told told you to stay away from boy from a guy like me when uh, you know if, if we were the same age. This is a terrible, I'm, I'm... terrible thing you've done. <laughs> it's terrible, just terrible. Your family, your your ancestors would have made the sign of the cross at me if they saw this meal. <laughs> what they would have done with you is they would have taken you in. And made you a nice meal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they probably would. That's what they would have. They probably would have. They would have. Yeah. Oh, and then they look would. That. And after you were all done and full, and you couldn't even move because you ate too much, they would have uh, given you a care package to take home. There you go. So now I, I yes. kid, I kid, of course, but uh, but no, it was a terrible meal. <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound good. Now. If, it I doesn't sound like one of your your master chef. No, you know, I just was like, you know? I guess we'll make spaghetti. That's what I. That's my response to making spaghetti, and I just made the laziest, crappiest spaghetti in the world. It was awful. Usually, that's 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 a that's a no no brainer. Yeah, Should've I mean, I I always go for one of the higher, you know, the 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 the, the really good spaghetti in in a jar sauce in a jar. Yeah, and. You don't make your oh, own yeah. dog? Oh, God, no. Are you kidding? I couldn't go through what my aunt used to go through. Are you kidding? That was like an all-weekend ordeal. He's got Sharky I, to deal I with. Have an, I have an Italian yeah. aunt, too. My godmother's Italian. I don't... I, mm? Imagine, yeah, I mean, Joe, imagine Joe and... I'm silently judging you, Joe. In, imagine Joe and Barb making giant vats of of tomato sauce for canning, uh, you know, uh, spaghetti sauce or whatever mm-hmm. for canning with Sharky mm-hmm. around. Oh, please! He'd pull the pot off the <laughs> stove and throw it in Joe's eyes. So, you know, he'd chase me with the pot. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's it's just. It's just no, I I don't not my um jeez my aunts used to my grandmother oh my god, it was like, it it was like an a whole weekend ordeal, and all we would do was slap it down in five minutes. <laughs> well, yeah. it, you know it's true. We'd go to my I grandmother's know. house and she I know she you know she'd have brujol and she'd have homemade oh the meatballs with like three different meat pork and beef and oh my lamb, god it, lamb. Huh? Beef and lamb, beef, pork. No, she didn't use lamb. No, it was mostly pork and beef. Okay, that my Italian side of the family came from a different part of Italy. Oh yeah, there's all different recipes. Oh yeah, and and remember, Italy was never really united. (laughs) Remember that. So, um, (laughs) you know, I was you know like if if I married a Sicilian, it would be an interracial marriage. Yeah they would consider so, it yeah you know so so it you know uh that that was like you know like it, the, the different areas all have different anyway yeah, yeah. i take i i take uh i take my jar out of a my sauce out of a jar yeah um can you guys talk? Good. uh you guys talk for a minute i'll be right back what brand um let's see um, is it regional? I mean, can you get it all around the country? Or I, I'm no, no, I get curious. it at, at Wegmans. At Wegmans, of course. You get I, it at Wegmans. I, of course. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's it's a national brand. I, I'd have to look it up. But 
there's a couple I like. And uh, Wegmans actually makes a good frozen meatball. They do. And uh, they do. They I'm have not, a, a. I'm not big on the meatballs. I do make my sauce from almost scratch. Well, I admire it, that. It takes, me, it takes me pretty much four or five hours. Yeah. Well, I don't <clears throat> see. I don't know how you how you do your your the meat in your sauce. Um, it, it doesn't have meat, and it trifecta listening. Oh, okay. Be really upset because it doesn't have meat. It it's doesn't a, have meat. It's called gravy over there in Boston land. Yeah, that's <clears throat> well. It's called marinara, is what it's called. <clears throat> but I mean, you use that for dipping. Uh, uh, fried uh, mozzarella sticks. <laughs> yeah, so I, mean? I usually make it. I usually make my sauce. It doesn't have any meat, mm -hmm. and I make enough where I end up freezing it. I mm -hmm. put it in jars, mm -hmm. and um, then you know I can you know defrost it. And we can make it either into a meat sauce, you know ground beef or um, sausage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I you know, that's it, what I, I usually use marinara. I don't. Eat a lot of uh, meat sauce. So, but what my my aunt used to make and my mother used to make, uh, it all involved meat, and they would only braise the meat. It it they actually, made like a real true meat sauce. Like it was well, that's what I said. Um, yeah, it took okay. It yes. took like okay. uh, like it was done overnight. You know, like it, it was like they started on Saturday afternoon for Sunday after. I mean, because if you you just braise the the meat, and the meatballs were put raw into the sauce on a Saturday. Oh wow! And they simmered in there all night, and they were okay. beautifully tender. So it was the brajol. You know, you would roll that up and braise it, but you would just then drop that in the sauce. You shove all the meat in the sauce sausage and everything and it cooks in the sauce overnight so shove it takes your meat a while in it, kid. but that's all just shove in the meat but <laughs> the taste and we, we the taste is, is the taste is outstanding Amazing. i mean yeah. the, the the flavor you get from the meats cooking in the sauce yeah you know there's nothing like it Sorry about that, guys. Susan was having a bit of a coughing spell. I wanted to make sure she had everything she needed. So, uh, yeah. the humidity, one of the, one of the, the humidity will do that uh, with her condition. So, um, the humidity is terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible thing for uh, for pulmonary conditions. Yeah, it is. So, uh, all right, uh, but yeah, you were you're saying another sauce, Joe? Before we uh, get back into it, because we got to oh, talk about. Oh, she asked ranch. me what jar. So yeah. I use. Rouse, R-A-O. Okay. I love that sauce. Mm -hmm. I use their marinara. I've never yeah, heard that. That's meatless. That's, meat that's why I ask, because mm -hmm. when we're in a, like a hot, you know, hot, we don't have any in, in the inventory, that one is really good. That one's really close to what I make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's it's, um, it's a really good good marinara. So I have, and I've had their uh, their vodka sauce, too, so it's pretty good. So, all right. Well, something we, we committed to talking to in our in our production chat um, 
is uh, his ribs have been kicking around. I mean, his name's been kicking around in the news for a while. Rand Paul. Oh, God. Did you hear what I did there? <laughs> his ribs have been yes. kicking around. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, Rand Paul's neighbor for Senate. Rand Paul's neighbor for Senate. Um, <laughs> we don't even we don't even need to know his name. He should be remembered for his deeds. Uh, <laughs> so I think we should send him money for what he did. Uh sure. Go fund me. I don't know if that makes us co-conspirators. Do you, do you have why. a Patreon? You get get that. Man uh, he a should. He should get one. He should get one. Yes, Rand Paul's neighbor is making broken ribs <laughs> in his backyard. Uncultured <laughs> one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Rand Paul never ceases to be just a totally the the scion of his father's loins, crazy, just cruel and evil and stupid. And they both have strange things going on with, well, Rand Paul had an eyebrow that almost fell off in a debate. <laughs> and, about that. and then it crawled up into Rand's head and grew into a, <laughs> uh, a ShamWow, <laughs> a used ShamWow. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> a heavily used ShamWow. But yeah, so, Joe... You made some lovely art with Rand Paul the other day. It was very nice. Um, but, he, you know, I, I mean, there's nothing. There's, you know, this doesn't surprise me anymore. And, again, you know, of course, he's being defiant after quarantining himself. Did, did he have COVID-19 and now he's out without a mask? Yes. Yes. Not, not only that, he had it. He was di- He was. He's tested positive. And he Allegedly. went into the Senate gym. Allegedly. After he was tested positive. Oh, he's so gross. Allegedly. He is a gross person. So, but we'll we'll take Reigns allegedly, though. But you know, some say, some say, some um, say, yeah. I I say allegedly because I saw that I saw images from that testimony, and Paul looks really unwell. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Not that he I, great do you think that's just his natural with? pallor? No, 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 no. I really, he truly looks unwell. It's been a long time since he was able to kiss uh, Trump's ass, so maybe some of that orange face paint wore off. Maybe. No, I'm kidding, of course. He but no, he, he doesn't, doesn't look, look well. well. I, I, I concur. Yeah, he does I'm not. not even. I'm not trying to even say that as a joke. And, and it's it's. It's not just okay. He's unshaven, and he yeah. he doesn't he doesn't look well. No. He, he's got really serious, like bloodshot eyes. He just doesn't look well. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's why I say allegedly. Patient zero. Uh, so, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. So and of course, uh, he who was it? He was mixing it up with the other day in the hearing. That we did we didn't talk about it. That was. Fauci. Oh, oh with Fauci, Fauci. Fauci. Yeah. And uh, what? This is a doctor. He, you know. All right. Well, wait a minute. No, no. He's a, he's a doctor. He is a doctor. I have and proof. Fauci or Rand Paul? Rand Paul. And, Rand and Paul. 
and I understand and I, he might not be a good doctor and he might be an eye doctor, whatever, but doctors are doctors and you should all believe in science. Right? I have proof he's a doctor right there. The right there. there. There is proof right there. It says me, Dr. Paul. Hippocratic Oath, Rain. Hippocratic Oath is first do no harm. Yeah, exactly. And that is, uh, of course, a brilliant representation, Joe, of the way Rand, creepy Rand Paul is behaving. Oh, I, I not, should have put him in your bag. He's a bad doctor because he's <laughs> doing harm. What he doctor, is. like, slams other doctors? Well, come on, Rain. You know, you know, Fauci's not the end all. Come on, he's not the end all. I know. Actually, I know that. You know why I know that? Because Anthony Fauci said it himself. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, this is what this is what I know. I know you're being snarky, but I this this exchange between Rand Paul and Fauci really pissed me off. I don't think you're the end all, he said. Where he really is trying to prescribe or ascribe to Fauci, but Fauci thinks that he is the guy who's in charge of all of this. Anthony Fauci never, ever, even during that hearing and before that hearing, never said or even tried to describe himself as being the end all to it. He has always, all along, been the one that's in charge of the virus part. Somebody else is in charge of the, you know, the economy. And and then we have, we have the, the you know, and Paul's an asshole. Really, I yeah. mean, he just really is. Just, and now he's an asshole with a beard. Which <laughs> yeah, is worse. exactly. And oh my God! The um, his beard is worse than his wig. Yeah, really. What is that? Uh, it, uh, it, it's coronavirus. Flocking. I don't know. He should be sheared. I don't know. It looks like he he went to a costume shop for that thing. That's like that's bad. Oh anyway, um, yeah. So uh, he's he, he's just uh, you know, and he's saying weird shit about schools reopening and stuff. Uh, and, and, you know, basically, um, just being Rand Paul, just being the worst. There's been like two times where I've said, yeah, Rand Paul, he, he did, he said something reasonable. And then there's been the other gazillion times that I'm like, God, he's an asshole. So anyway, Rand Paul's neighbor, where are you looking for you? Uh, Too bad he was there at the hearing. Yeah. Oh, did you guys see that slapping right at the hearing? Yeah, he did. I just don't. I just don't get why Rand Paul feels the need to to try to. And I don't. I honestly, no snark intended. I don't get why he felt the need to sort of denigrate Anthony Fauci. Something. Something's wrong with certain parts of that party. Yeah. Well, and, they, they, yeah. their whole the whole Rand Paul knows damn well better. He knows. He's got to know. I'm the like, whole narrative switched this week to 
after that hearing to uh, the, all the conservative media are calling, uh, uh, well, Tucker Carlson called him a buffoon, called Fauci a buffoon. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost as if, literally, almost as if, it's just the, the, the quote-unquote legitimate parts of the GOP have now just fallen down into the, you know, uh, the info wars. Yeah, well, the Breitbart hole of things, and it's really incredibly fucking disturbing and yeah. dangerous. And cat, cat had uh, awesome comment. Fauci may be a virologist, but he's no Ayn Rand. Yeah. Who died on Social Thank Security that she derided for her entire life? Yeah. Yep. And she earned Medicare. it. <laughs> and she, she got Medicare. It. Yeah. And exactly. she got Medicare. Yeah. Socialism. Where was John Galt to save her yeah. from that? I don't know. Where was individualism and, and reason and, and logic? And, oh, they love that word, logic. Those Ayn Rand Ians. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> what, what Rand Paul did goes beyond. Ayn, Ayn Randism and libertarianism. It, it really does enter a place of, um, to me, to me, it really does enter a place of, there is no society that we should care about. Yeah. Well, this, this is, is the does thing. That, does that make sense? I mean, I, yeah. I want, I, I, yeah. You're, you're hitting on the point, a point that I heard you know, made this week, and it's true. We we are if they got the, if these people that are protesting the opening and pretending this doesn't exist because they don't like the restrictions and they want their freedoms and stuff like that. This is what they want is no society. Mm-hmm. They want no government. They want no nothing. They want individualism. They want Randian. Philosophy. They want. I, I think that's individual even a step beyond libertarianism. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it is. Randian philosophy is way beyond libertarian. Yes, it's every man for himself, I was happy every woman. To be learning how to read. It seemed exciting and magical, but then I read this Atlas Shrugged by Ann Rand. I read every last word of this garbage, and because of this piece of, sh- I'm never reading again. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay. anyway, Joe, finish but, you your know, thoughts. Yeah, finish your Randian, thought. We gotta go to the break. <laughs> yeah, Randian philosophy is simple. You know, it's 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 individual. Uh, selfishness is is a is a virtue, and uh, you live that way. In this way, there is no society, and there's no there is no responsibility to society. Mm-hmm. You see, there's only your freedom, and yeah. your freedom is limitless. Fuck everybody else, and you have no responsibility. And the problem. That- I know we've probably discussed that before, or this before, but the problem with that is that that philosophy completely ignores the fact we still have a constitution. Uh-huh. We are still considered the United States of America. Yeah, go live on the garbage island in the Pacific, uh, the mm-hmm. libertarians. There's your fucking Galt. As somebody, Galt's Galt. As somebody. As somebody pointed out, 
it says we the people, not yeah. I the people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got to go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night. Bobber will be joining us right after this. Something is going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. Hi there, this is Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night and Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You're listening to Radio for Humans, and that makes you a really good person. I am a human being. Radioforhumans.com And now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans, radioforhumans.com. Hope you're enjoying all of the hard labors uh, behind the scenes by the likes of Adam and Joe. A little bit from me, not a whole lot. Miles and Michelle. And, uh, yeah, onward and upward. Lots more content to come. The Sues as well. So anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Yeah, yes, I'm here. Uh, had a close call with Trump. Uh, he was about an hour and a half away. Oh. And I had to take a shower. <laughs> but I'm okay. That's good. That's good. Good advice for the kids out there, too. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Hello. Well, we're going to have a close call with that mofo. He's coming to Camp David this weekend. Oh, oh neat. Which is probably about an hour and a half away with Kevin McCarthy and David. Oh, Nunez. It's, it's an infestation. Oh, wow. It's like it's like a Trump University re- reunion party. Trump University. Yeah, Go it, pricks. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's almost like a biblical infestation. <laughs> it really okay, is. I heard I heard that he might be leaving DC, and I was like, "Yay!" And then I was like, "Oh, he's coming to fucking get." Yep, and there he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's my favorite new thing, by the way. Uh, anyway, and last but certainly not least, Bobber der Braumeister, Washington DC, for Freedom's Blog. Hello, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hello, happy Friday. Happy and, Friday. And I wonder you. if those, I wonder if Trump and and, and his, the others are taking, you know, like white horses and black horses up there. I mean, if I see him galloping <laughs> through the sky, yeah. Well, Trump will be like on a hover round, I think. A, a, a white, <laughs> a white hover round. And lo, he rode a white hover round. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh Lord! Yeah, and the, the and <laughs> no, the no Trump the Trump shots bled from the skies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, maybe he could. He and could the sky have, turned red. A sh- a sharp, <laughs> or, yeah. or a reddish shade of brown. Anyway, yeah, and blood did rain across the land, and a fourth of the crops were burned away. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll get all the book Burger of revelations. We're gonna get all, all the book. Burger Kings were closed, and all the Kentucky Fried Chickens dried up. And the beast, she wore a jacket that said, "I don't really care, do you?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, more revelations to come on the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the fruit bats. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it was told that the five G engineered by Sir Bill of Gates. Uh, <laughs> he made it. That's, the a, that's another. That's another big stupid. What the fuck? You know? Uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Bill. Yeah, Anthony Fauci's in the in the pockets of Bill Gates. Uh, that's in in next Friday. Next Friday. Um, we're going to have somebody on to talk about somebody who's trying to spread that conspiracy theory on his Facebook page. And he happens to be a doctor. So, uh, he's a Facebook friend of mine and his name is, uh, Sanjay Udoshi. And, uh, he's going to be on with us next Friday, uh, internal medicine. So he knows what he's talking about. Not Clorox. Uh, so anyway, that's next it, Friday. Has anybody had a shot of Clorox the past couple of weeks? Uh, no. <laughs> this is a little bit of lime. Uh, some, maybe some Malibu. Ooh, are, they ma- are, they, are they making like... You but- put the Clorox in the coconut and drink it all. That's like putting pineapple on pizza. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Pineapple on pizza is worse. It's Clorox a- pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that what a white sauce is? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, anyway, yeah. So welcome, Bobber, guys, and how guys, exciting! Remember that time when when Trump said, "You know, you can drink bleach." And do you remember yeah, that? That was I do. That was oh, the Tide time. Pod challenge out of the out of the uh, White House press room. Um, and uh, yeah. So and it's very exciting that uh, we're gonna have the Four Freedoms blog uh, blockbuster reunion in hour three tonight with uh, Trisec on the program. Ask a vet. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. So apparently, um, he's saying it's a Four Freedoms blog takeover. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, uh, Bobber, uh, how's your week been? Um, it's been all right. It's uh, work has been kind of alternating wildly between nothing to do and oh shit, this has to get done today. Oh, okay. Well, so that's always fun. Yeah, you gotta you gotta enjoy that. So, um, yeah, I uh, I I'm, I'm not gonna comment too much, but I will say this: I I have health care, but I will be mm-hmm. filing for unemployment tomorrow. Uh, but that's all I'll say. And, and also do not worry about me. So, uh, that is, uh, because it's not, I'm not in a position that you need to worry about me is what I'm saying. I don't want anybody to be concerned. Everything is fine. 
Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, uh, I would. The one thing that I'm concerned about, though, is I got to play at least one more of these promos uh, that Michelle did. And I'll probably play them throughout the show. But let me play one from. Uh, oh, no, no. Here, uh, I'll play one from Suze and then one from Michelle. Here's my favorite one uh, the Suze did. You're listening to Radio for Humans. Have a seat. Fetch the comfy chair. We're here 24-7. Radioforhumans.com The comfy chair? Yes, the comfy chair. Take a seat. <laughs> uh, and I said, Suze, you don't mind if I use Monty Python clips? with Because she's not a big Monty Python fan. She's like, it's fine. <laughs> but then uh, Michelle did this one. I, I love this. And uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll get to play uh, Michelle's other one uh, before a break. But I want to play this now. This is Michelle of Mike Check Radio. You are listening to Radio for Humans. And it's definitely not all about me. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one radioforhumans.com being a red-blooded human obviously has its disadvantages yeah joe <laughs> double spock drop <laughs> double spock drop yeah so ost and uh, wrath of khan but yeah so yes. uh, uh but yeah ost no no is it original no i T- no, forget. Uh, T- what, are the, what do they abbreviate the original Star Trek series? I forget. T-S- TOS. TOS. That's right. TOS. TOS. OST. The original series. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but anyway, yeah. So so we've been having fun, fun with the promos. Hope everybody enjoys them. Thank you, uh, uh, Michelle and Susan Miles, for help uh, pitching in. That's very fun. And we're going to be hearing from everybody soon. But yeah, so... Uh, 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 did you guys get any of this rain uh, where where you are uh, in uh, Bobber or rain? Nope. No. We're getting no. it tonight. Yes. You're getting it tonight. Yes. I believe We're this is coming tonight. off of whatever the tropical storm is that's brewing out in the Atlantic. So. No, I mean, actually, um, we have our sprinkler going right now. That'd be hilarious if I was doing that right now. that'd be funny (laughs) um so uh but yeah uh like 80 82 or 83 degrees today oh it's warm here it's it's certainly warm here uh i think it was it was hot here today it was in the 80s yeah i don't know what it was it was dry heat i think it was 82 it was a dry it was a dry heat i love that phrase it's like a dry <laughs> run. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think alien. That, it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. Yeah. I think it got pretty close to 80 here. It was at least 75, 76 for a while. Uh, but I I didn't really break a sweat. Uh, S-T-T-O-S. Thank you, Trisec. <laughs> uh, he gave all the abbreviations. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a yeah, and of course Star Trek: The Next Generation S T T N G colon we gotta have colons between those two uh, S T colon D S nine Deep Space Nine Voyager V O Y and you, you got the picture you, people can read it. Uh, I'm gonna put Rain to sleep here. 
Um, because Rain, Star, Rain just loves Star Trek. I can't. Once she gets started talking about Star Trek, we can barely shut her up. I really enjoy the original Star Trek. Well, yeah, but you're you wouldn't classify yourself as a Trekkie, though, would you? No. I kind of figured. Nope. 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 CBS All Access has two more. Star Wars-y. Is there, is, is there a word for Star Wars fans? Star Wars-y? The uh, Star... Wookiee. Uh, yeah, no. Ewok heads. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> if anything, I'm a deadhead. That's true. That's true. So anyway, um, yeah, thank you for that. So um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there... Now, Susan uh, w- went to the post office. She, I was like, are you sure you don't want me to go? She's like, no, I'll go. I got my mask. I got my gloves. I got everything. She, she just had mail out one little package. I was like, all right. She goes up there, and guess what? Nobody's wearing masks. After I saw everybody in there the oh, other day no. that had masks on, and now nobody's wearing masks. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, it, it, so that happened. Uh, things have been ca- kind of quiet on our street, um, which I'm, I'm glad about. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just seeing irritating neighbors doing irritating things. And uh, it's been bugging me because it's like there's a father of four across the street who, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not going to fuck it. I don't want to talk about that shit. It's just dumb. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I don't know. I'm getting a little stir crazy, um, but it's not horrible. I can always find something to do, but it's not like I really want to go do something. I just want to know that it gets, I'm anticipating the point where it's like, okay, now it's cool. But I know that's a long way away. You know, I'm realistic about this. Uh, because again, today I, I, um, I went. I went to the. I went to the store this morning. You know, do the shopping room, right? There was a woman who. I'm trying to do my six feet or more fake distancing. Yeah. And she's kind of farting around all the cherry, all the boxes of cereal, and she finally noticed me after about thirty seconds. She's like, "Oh, hi!" And get your said, oh, shit you and move something? on. I was like, "Yeah, I would." I want to get, I want to get, I said to her, I said, I want to get the Cheerios. And she actually said to me, oh, it's good. We're all, we're both wearing masks. I was just like, no, no, that's not good. It's not good at all. Yeah. You know, because you're wearing a mask and it doesn't mean that you don't have to social, get your shit and move on. Yeah. Get your shit together. You know, I mean, it's it... so, so I I got I got this I got the box of cereal and I moved on and I was doing my shit and then I get in line and this woman literally was two customers in front of me and so the customer in front of me six feet customer behind me six feet this woman had and 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 so I was trying to just you know appreciate the fact that it looked like she was buying for at least a month her. Her sure. cart was full. Yeah. Checking her out, but this is one of those. This is one of those stores where they don't bag your groceries. Yes. Put your groceries in your cart and take it over there to that yeah. counter. It's like Aldi's or Save a Lot. 
nope, not this woman. She was trying to card everything. It was just like, oh my God. So this is the same woman who said it's all good because we all have masks on. And now she just has no self-awareness that people want to get in and get the fuck out of the store. Yep. Unbelievable. So that was that was my that was my tale from shopping during the age of Corona. Yeah, Joe, have you have you guys COVID. been out? COVID. I haven't been out. Barb's been doing the shopping herself because she feels more calmer when I'm not around. <laughs> and she knows I, that I you won't keep understand. her. You won't hold her uh, if you're not there. You can't hold her back from using that black belt. That's, that's right. Um, her reasoning is this. When I go out, I have a pre-existing condition. I have diabetes. I yeah. have high blood pressure. So um, I have, and I'm over 70. So all those things make me a higher risk. And when yeah. she goes shopping with me, especially to Wegmans, which is a very, it's not a crowded store, but it's a very mm-hmm. busy store. I mean, they yeah. only allow so many people in at a time, but still, it's very busy. There's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's a big store. So she gets nervous with me around because she feels I'm exposed. She feels better if she does the shopping and I'm not exposed. And your pre-existing conditions could be, and your, your your high blood pressure and you know could be triggered by stress from going out too, so... Well, it's it's controlled as as my diabetes yeah. is controlled. So you know, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not a a brittle diabetic as they call them. No, no, over the place. Yeah. I'm not on insulin or anything like that. But uh, still, it's an autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. and it does it does uh, it it does increase your chances of getting it. Yeah. So I stayed home with the contractor doing my deck. Oh, is the <laughs> deck done? The shopping. Is the deck done? No, no. My contractor is has obsessive compulsive disorder so okay he can't let one flaw go through he didn't build the deck to begin with somebody else did 15 years oh, ago okay. but he found he but as he start all i wanted to do was to fix what was broken mm-hmm. and to put a new decking on and instead he's well he's doing it right actually because as he finds defects in the original construction he is fixing them so it's taking a few oh, days cool. longer. Yeah, but, he, yeah, he, uh, that's good. So it's it's taking a few days longer, but it's beautiful. What he's done so far is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I can't wait to see pictures once it's done. Uh, yeah, that'll be awesome. So, but now, so who's who's doing the shopping? Bob, are you uh, are are you going out much? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I want and we of course to find much. Um, well, no, I probably it, go. Period. Yeah, I probably go to the grocery store maybe twice a week. Uh, okay. For, you know, we go to go to Home Depot once or twice a week. That's good. Well, you guys are getting dirt and mulch and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna be home all the time, you know, might as well yeah. get some stuff done around the house. <clears throat> you know, and uh, I do try to. Uh, I, I'm just not gonna stress about it because you, no. you know you just can't you can't. Um, you can't control what other people do and you can't, you know, um, all you can do is, is, is take care of yourself and your own yeah. uh, actions and your own emotions. And so I just, you know, I, I, I feel like a slalomer going through the store, you know, weaving back and forth and around yeah. people and stuff. 
So, uh, but yeah, uh, there are you seeing <laughs> you seeing a lot of people in masks? Everyone, every place I've gone, people are wearing masks. Good, everywhere. Good. So it's it's good think, to know. Think, As of right now, it's, I think it's still the law in Maryland that you have to wear a mask inside a store. Yeah. Good. The thing is, is that you know, going back to what Joe was saying about him and Bob, uh, Barb. For the most part, Bob and I don't go out to the store together at all. We haven't done that, ex- with one exception, since March. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense to put us both at risk. Yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. I know what you're saying. If we go out, one of us drives, one of us goes in. You know, because. It's not mm-hmm. just that. It's like I if if I uh, I don't want to risk. You know, uh, I mean, if I if I get you know if I'm out, whatever. I mean, I could run right in and hop in the shower or something. But you know, it's not. You oh. know, we're taking precautions and where we're going. It's the post office. It's the drive-in or drive-through rather. Um, uh, drive-in movies, though. Come on, we need drive-in movie theaters I to come know, back, right? You know the the Auto Rama. We have one near us called the Auto Rama. It's probably about forty minutes away from us, um, and they have a sign that says "You know, social distancing since nineteen sixty-five or something like that." Um, <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, the Auto Rama. Uh, you know, and and I I, heard, I saw Keith Urban just did a concert at a drive-in theater for first responders the okay. country guy the australian mm-hmm. country singer <laughs> australian country right. singer it just cracks me up australian country singer um well, they, have, they have some country out there in, in australia so. yeah but i'm saying it, it sounds like american <laughs> country it sounds like an american country uh s- song when he sings so it's just weird so but i guess country fans right. come from everywhere but anyway, he gave you know. Yeah, so he's I. Nicole Kidman, isn't, isn't yep. he? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's Australian too. Yes, that's right. And so is Carl Urban, oh. but I don't know if they're related to Carl uh, uh, Urban, who was in um, uh, Star Trek. Well, not for never mind. Rain, Rain's eyes are going to gloss over if I start saying what movies Carl Urban was in. <laughs> <laughs> he was in The Boys on Amazon. Um, uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. This is an interesting concept. Uh, you know, Bobber, you as a musician, um, I, I know, I think I played with my band one time at the old, no, I, no, no, no. I, I One of my other friends' bands played. They were doing shows at this drive-in uh, movie place that used to be on West 117th slash Memphis over here. They used to have flea markets there on the weekends and stuff. But yeah, the drive-in movie, it was awesome. And, you know, I mean, how cool would that be to, you know, pl- you know, go in your car and, you know, park <laughs> and watch a concert at a drive-in? Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be awesome. I think that'd, yeah. be fun, that'd be a fun concert to play, too. You know, there's the, uh, in, in Atlanta, there's the uh, drive-in theater that's been running for, for decades. And it's, it's not really, I wouldn't call it downtown Atlanta, but it's pretty close to downtown yeah. Atlanta. Uh, the starlight and you can and on the weekends they do have you know the flea markets but uh uh when rain and i were there we went and saw wall e the animated with, movie yeah with some friends and kathy yeah clinster that's right with clinster kathy nice and, uh, ian yeah was, we've seen <clears throat> we've seen a bunch of movies I, i'm thinking one of the 
more recent Planet of the Apes movies was one of the last movies we saw. It was pouring down rain, so it kind of sucked. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, windshield wipers in a movie. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> but, uh, but you know what? Screw it. I'll take that. Uh, you know, but yeah, we've seen like Batman movies and stuff like that in the drive-in, all kinds of stuff. Uh, I think we even saw that stupid Crocodile Hunter movie. Uh, or no, is it, was that his name? Crocodile uh, Dundee? No, who was that? Um... Stick my finger up its butthole, uh, that guy. Uh, uh, Steve, oh, Steve, Ir- Steve Irwin. Crikey. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> we went to see the movie with him. And then, actually, we saw that, uh, way, going way back, we saw the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes as a double feature with that. That's right. It was awful. Going way back, <laughs> going way back, Susan and I saw, like, Anaconda at the drive-in uh, near Kent and Ravenna. <laughs> And we also saw Independence Day. Oh, I saw Face Off there before. With uh, I've seen a lot of movies at the drive-in. I remember going to see Young Frankenstein as a little kid uh, with my folks. So I don't know what it was wow. a double feature for. Wow. But yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Drive-in. I saw ET at the drive-in. Oh, nice, nice. Long, yeah, long time. I, first I movie I ever saw at a drive-in. Mm-hmm. Jaws. Oh. That's awesome. That would be. That I, is awesome. That's a perfect drive-in I, movie. I mean, I was what? Jaws came out what seventy-seven? Something like that. Yeah, so I was probably around ten. Hmm. Yeah, that scares the. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> Joe, what are, you got? Some drive-in movie memories. Ah. Queen of Outer Space scared the oh. shit out of me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know it was at a drive-in though. I remember yes, you said your your uncle drive-in. your uncle took it to you, right? My father. He your took father me and my 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 best friend and oh, that's uh, right. We went to see a double feature. It was Queen of Outer Space and some other sci-fi movie because naturally all we wanted to see were sci-fi movies and Hercules movies at the sure at the, <laughs> that age. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, we Steve Reeves and uh, Steve Reeves <laughs> and uh, and Queen of Outer Space, Jaja Gabor, <laughs> and Queen of Outer Space. Wow, this is beautiful. Yeah, so yeah, but you know it would be oh, neat. You know, Hercules, uh, Hercules, Hercules, uh, Hercules. Bobber mentioned. <laughs> Bobber mentioned a concert in the drive-in. You know it would be really neat. If you went to a concert in a drive-in and the band played from their cars, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So or anyway, from the trailer or whatever. Sure, why not? But uh, anyway, all right, we got to go to the break. Uh, Green news report coming up here, folks. And of course, don't forget, Trisex is going to be joining us in hour three of the program this weekend edition. Turn up tonight. I uh, hmm. They need help. Because I can't find the kids tango radio for humans again. I lost the link. It's on radioforhumans.com. So, uh, but yeah, well, I'll I'll, I'll try and find you the link for it. Anyway, Green News Report coming up. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. 
It's Thursday, May 14, 2020. You don't need us to tell you. The mercury's up, the air is thick, and the sun is baking everything it hits. Unsurvivable heat projected for decades into the future is already occurring now. You know, one of the things we've done is created so much we we produce. We're the number one producer in the world right now. Despite crashing oil demand, Trump administration speeding up drilling on public lands, plus a new study finds natural gas stoves are a major source of indoor air pollution. Great, I can't go outdoors, I can't stay indoors. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And the reason why climate change predictions are 20 years out, 30 years out, is because it isn't happening. Ah, thanks for clearing that up, Rush Limbaugh. I was getting worried. This is your Green News Report. It's, it's, it's all modeling data. And it's, it's no different than garbage in and garbage out. Okay, Desi Doyen, so you're telling me that if we survive the virus, we may not survive the heat. <laughs> exactly. Oh, great. A new study warns that levels of extreme heat and humidity that climate scientists had projected would not arrive for several decades into the future are actually occurring already. The study published in the journal Science Advances found that parts of the Middle East have already hit the maximum temperatures that the human body can survive, the equivalent of a 160-degree heat index. And parts of the U.S. Gulf Coast have also recorded heat index extremes of 125 degrees. The researchers focused on wet bulb temperature. That's a way of measuring moisture and heat in the air. Weather Channel meteorologist Kate Parker explains. The air's moisture content makes a tremendous difference in how our body reacts to heat. With higher wet bulb temperatures and therefore heat indices, sweat cannot evaporate off of our skin to keep us cool. Heat-related illness kills more Americans than any other weather disaster. Well, that's cheery. Meanwhile, despite crashing oil prices, the Trump Bureau of Land Management has announced it is moving full speed ahead with new oil and gas lease sales in New Mexico, including opening up new areas for drilling and mining next to the ancient Native American site Chaco Canyon National Historic Park. The public has only until May 28th to speak up during the very short public comment period online at regulations.gov, but only half of the households on tribal lands have brought broadband internet access. Well, let me speak up then. We already have more goddamn oil and gas than we need. We're keeping it in storage on boats offshore because we have nowhere to put it. And now we're drilling for more on public lands next to ancient burial grounds. Genius! A new study finds that natural gas and propane stoves and appliances are significant contributors to indoor air pollution. UCLA researchers found that after just one hour of use, a gas-fired stove or oven raised indoor concentrations of nitrogen dioxide to levels that exceeded national air quality standards for outdoor air, as much as five times higher than acceptable limits. Also great news. So uh, what happens? Will it make me sick? Yes, 
It is related to numerous respiratory ailments. To decrease indoor air pollution, the study proposes that households transition to zero emissions electric appliances. That would reduce health care costs and save lives. And I would note that converting all U.S. buildings to all electric appliances would be a massive jobs generator. Well, that it would. So, yes, it is a bit weird for outdoor air to be less dangerous than indoor air quality for now, as countries have hunkered down during the pandemic to slow the spread of the COVID-19 virus. But here in the United States, vehicle traffic is ticking up again and right on cue. So is air pollution as states slowly begin reopening at different speeds. The Houston Chronicle reports that levels of air pollution in Houston have quickly returned to previous levels. But the shutdowns provided scientists with an unprecedented natural experiment for studying global pollution. According to two new studies focused on China, coronavirus shutdowns resulted in a 63 percent reduction in nitrogen dioxide pollution and a 35 percent reduction in soot, tiny particles that penetrate deep into the lungs. A third study estimates that the drop in air pollution likely saved more than 10,000 lives Mm. in China. More than died from the virus. Wow. In Europe, a new analysis found similar benefits. Harmful air pollutants fell by nearly half, and the researchers estimated that avoided 11,000 air pollution-related deaths. So obviously gains against pollution are temporary, but they do offer us a glimpse of a cleaner future that we could have. But of course, first, you got to vote for it. I'm in. Finally, Sweden has become the third European nation to close its last coal plant following Belgium and Austria in late April. Here in the United States, Upper Midwest electric company Great River Energy announced that it will close its North Dakota coal plant by 2022 and replace it with clean renewable energy sources, primarily wind power, because it's cheaper. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at Green News. News.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Blue skies smiling at me. Nothing but blue skies. Do I see? Blue birds singing a song, singing a song. This is Radio for Humans, and I am Michelle from Mike Check Radio. Escape the monotony of pre-programmed radio and computer DJs with us. Kill all humans. Kill all humans. Must kill all humans. Um, and just ignore that. Radioforhumans.com The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. I know. Not a honky drop. Shouldn't have used it. Hello, Wildcats. There we go. Ah, uh, got a honky in there. So, uh, fun fact, everybody. You can't use the phrase white trash asshole on Facebook without getting dinged for hate speech. Because <laughs> that's exactly what happened to Kenny Pick the other day. Oh, well. Come on, when I you speak say honky. Dinged, what did they do to you? They said that nobody could see my comment. It wouldn't be visible. That it was f- that it was detected as hate speech. 
Um, and uh, I was making a comment on um, one of Francis Collier's posts about these lunatics uh, who chased down a, a, a person of color who was a delivery driver and refused to let him leave this fucking gated community. Like it was, it was like almost a lynching, you know, thank God this guy stayed in his truck. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they didn't want him to leave. So I, I said, basically the only people I trust on my street are people of color, uh, not the white trash assholes, you know, uh, they scare, and I, I put, they scare the shit out of me and it's true. It's true. There are, there are three houses on my street of people I absolutely do not trust and they're all white. So, um, but I said white trash assholes and I got ding for hate speech. Hate, wait, sorry. Hate speech. White trash assholes. I told you what happened to, what happened to me a couple weeks ago. Joe Santos of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Welcome back. Yes, you did. Tell everybody what you did. I did a rather clever little, uh, Photoshop. And, uh, in fact, I'll demonstrate, but, they took it off, yeah, saying they, that it was. Yeah, saying that that it was. Here, this is what I put on Facebook. Now, admittedly, I photoshopped the flag. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. We'll die for the economy. You know, yeah, and they took it off. It's a Gadsden. It's, it's a Gadsden uh, flag that says "We'll die for the economy." Yeah, there it is. I put it in the chat. And uh, so they said to me, uh, you can't do that. Oh. Because it was deceptive. It was deceptive. Oh, my God. It's a satire. That was was deceptive. Yeah, it was pretty good because I uh, used a technique I used that, you know, makes the lettering follow the the background that's on. And so Mm -hmm. it looked... And, you know, I, I did some things to make it look like it was part of the. It was pretty good, and uh, deep fake. It, it, it was, yeah, it, it was fake news. It, it was deceptive uh, uh, advertising, and they took it off. So you know what I did? I waited a week, and then I reposted it a week later. Nothing. Unbelievable. Crickets. Or, or reported you? Hmm. Somebody report you? No, it, and it, here's another funny aspect of it. The original post, usually when I post, there's there's a few groups I, I post in. One is I am a liberal. I don't know if you're familiar with that Facebook group. Uh, turn up the night fans, and sometimes yeah. and I'll put it in the production mm-hmm. chat, you know, on Twitter. Yeah. Nobody said anything, and in fact, the the one I put on turn up the night was not taken off. The one I put in I am a liberal was. Yeah, that's, that I was bet the one that, you. I suspect that that group is being dinged by conservatives. There's probably, yeah, yeah there's probably I, some I, people I put it on my own. I, I put it on my own page, and it they didn't take it off that, but they mm. took it off I Am a Liberal. I'm yeah, going to have to do some digging. Being, being gone after, that group is being gone after. And, and I, Frances mm-hmm. Collier is, is somebody who she's really way out there, and so trolls do attack her. Yeah, oh, I can see why that happened to you, Ken. Yeah, anyway, uh, I, I can see break, it. So on the anyway, break, I went to go move. I just want to tell you on the break, I went to go move the sprinkler because 
you don't necessarily have a swamp like you can. It's clay and it's slippery. I slipped and fell on my rib. Oh! <laughs> Which is embarrassing. My pride is hurt. I, my, I didn't break them. But I literally bobbed upstairs. He was checking on me. That's why I'm late. Like, I didn't break oh, them. you're not I late. We her. were just yak, yak, yakking away. But anyway, um, I'll, no, I'm sorry you fell, but let's bring Bobber back in, and then we'll we'll uh, let you continue in a second. Uh, Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back, sir. I'm glad to be here. Yes, glad to have you here. And, um, yeah, so, I don't know, Bobber, watch out. You might get dinged for hate speech. Bobber, false advertising. Yeah. Deceptive. <laughs> Deceptive. You know, Which, considering... How many right wing friends I have, and they're from—they're all pretty much, uh, you know, high school people I knew in high school, and they still live up in the country, up where I grew up. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, like up, up in small town USA, and so you know, I'm, I'm not gonna. I, for me, it's always been kind of a point of pride that I'm not gonna unfriend somebody because of their political beliefs. However, I'll be more than happy to. You know, essentially make them unfriend me for the same reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, so, I, I get that. I've done that many a time. I'm, I'm surprised none of them have, have ever reported anything. You know. Yeah. That I've posted. I've never, I've, I've never ever once, you know, had somebody had the Facebook, you know, come up and say, "Sorry, we're taking this off." Yeah. You know what? I think an interesting exercise would go through your Facebook account and see who is following you. Oh, I've done that before. And you know, and, and you know, see if there's any any that look a little suspect. But anyway, Rain from Four Freedoms blog at Washington DC. Welcome back to you as well. And uh are you ready to do some name calling? I am. All right. Do you ha do you need help with the the chat room links uh, or anything? Can, yeah, can you give me the tangle link? Uh No, I know it's I know what you guys are saying that it's right there on Radio for Humans, but it could be it could be my Chrome. I don't know. It could be me. I think it disappears, and what you have to do is right under where the flip cards are. If you just click on that, I, I know it's empty space, but if you click there, it pops up again. Try that. Just it's the empty space under the under the flip cards. If that doesn't it's work. Not, I, it, it's I'm sending, I'm sending, well, let's get started on Discord uh, and uh, uh, look on Facebook in our production chat, and it's there for you. So, all right, um, here okay, we so go. I'm going to start, I'm going to start with our listeners before our host. That's fine. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but let's, uh, let's fire up the jingle. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you gotta give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You wanna mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. And, oh, oh there we go. Wait a minute, where's my biscuit drop? Why is it a plan? What's going on? That is nonsense. Oh, I th this is. Oh, the Monty Python intermission thing is missing too. Oh my god, I'm missing all kinds of audio clips. Something weird happened. So, uh, hang on one second. Yes, 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 yes. 
so yeah, let me see. Uh, here we go. This should work God now. The biscuits there, in there. There's that, <laughs> and let me. Uh, I don't know why those got wiped out, but yeah, here here it is. Uh, All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. Lay it on us. Okay. Right. So thank you, Kenny, for giving me the link to the tango, and I'm sorry I'm I technically. Yeah, not too much inside baseball. Just go ahead. Okay, moving on. Um, in our in our Discord chat room, we have Caitlin, Chris, we have Cat, we have Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Living on Long Island, we have Meow Goodness. Meow. We have Theo, and we have Trisec. And as far as our admins, our hosts, we have Adam, we have Bobber DC, we have you, Kenny Pick, we got you, Joe, Marnus3, Michelle, um, myself, and Trojan Rabbit. Very nice. And over in... Hold on. Over in um, Chitanga, we have... I mentioned Adam, mentioned Barbara. We have Firefox, Grimmy Lee, have Heather, have Jean's Girl. I think I already mentioned Kat. Um, we have, um, what is it? No, no, Nori J. Nori J. Nori J. Thank you. Um, did I, I don't know if I mentioned Theo, but we also have Tricep. So I think I got everybody. Yep. You did it. Yay. So. And party tonight. And no, no, they they all get um, a case, a a year's year supply Uh of uh, Trump Laboratories vaccines to cure all your illnesses. (laughs) You know that motherfucker wants to put his name on a laboratory. You know that, right? That's why yeah. he has those goggles on and shit. He really thinks that he's like helping revolutionize, like you know, uh, testing and and vaccines and stuff like that. Well, you know, the country dies, but you know what he's doing. He's getting dollar signs in his eyes. Look, I I presided over and saved so many lives. Presided over this pandemic, and now I'm unveiling Trump Laboratories. Where I have vaccines, I have the best vaccines, I fire the best scientists. Um, <laughs> yeah. Powerful, powerful vaccines. Oh, powerful. They, they, they're very strong, very strong. <laughs> he actually, today, today he actually said none of the pharmaceutical companies, you know, they, they don't want to make money off of this. They don't want to, it was like, you dumb, stupid piece of diaper. He wears adult diaper. And that's anyway. one to grow on. <laughs> I he feel- said none of, none of the pharmaceutical companies, they don't, you know, they don't want to make money off of this. I mean, they usually want to make money off of this, but they really care so much, and they don't want to make money off of this. And it's like, yeah, you know what, you're just, you need to just well, no, it's okay. But you know, 
during these times, I don't want to ignore uh, something that's very important going on out there is the economy is in shambles. Uh, and these uh, these trying times that we all live, live in, I think we should check in with the common man um, right now to see uh, how they're getting by. There is a pestilence upon this land. Nothing is sacred. Even those who arrange and design shrubberies are under considerable economic stress at this period in history. Did you say shrubberies? Yes. Shrubberies are my trade. I am a shrubber. My name is Roger the Shrubber. I arrange, design, and sell shrubberies. I, I checked out his LinkedIn. It it, it, uh, it uh, checks out. So, look up Roger the right. Shrubber on LinkedIn. <laughs> I bet some smartass probably did make a LinkedIn page for Roger the Shrubber. <laughs> if not, that would be a fun Photoshop. So... Um, uh, this here, I, I feel like an asshole. I say that, and Joe's going to be like, all right, I'm going to make it. So, <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, uh, I'm yeah, still I'm still working on the cork soakers. Oh, oh, the cork soakers. <laughs> but um, you know the the one thing uh, about this though, and I, I played that in jest, but um, if you guys are hearing, uh, J.C. Penny is defaulted on their debt. Um, mm-hmm. They're probably yeah. going out of business. Uh, I mean, so we've been talking, we're one of the few shows out there. I don't know of any other talk shows, liberal or progressive or, or just straight up talk shows that ever on a, at least touch base every, at least couple weeks, months, whatever about the retail apocalypse. We've been talking about this on the show, uh, essentially since, uh, Trump took office because the administration wasn't addressing it. And they still haven't. And now, because of the pandemic, what's happening? I haven't heard anybody, any conservatives out there concerned about consolidation of power from private entities. You know, obviously they don't care. You know, this is let the free market decide. Let the free market destroy small businesses is what it is. And and again, not just small businesses, but, you know, JCPenney. And I'm not one of those guys who are like, Amazon has too much power or whatever. You know what? If you like it, use it. But what I'm saying right now is because there was nothing in place before the pandemic. You have all these retail places who are so far behind the times to deal with some kind of crisis because they deal in nothing but overhead for rental, renting space, you know, hauling in, uh, you know, merchandise and stuff like that. Um, you know, and, and because it was never addressed then, it's it's on crack now. It's, you know, I mean, you couldn't, you know, hey, is that a nuclear fire over there? Yeah, let me grab the gasoline and throw it on it to put it out. You know? Because they, they did, they literally have done nothing about the retail apocalypse. And, uh, you know, it's like, where are people going to get jobs after this? Yeah, that's, that's a real... That's, that's, it's a real concern. It's a real concern. I and and to be honest with you, Ken and Joe and Bob, I I'm hoping that or I'm going to be the optimist. I'm hoping that we can figure out a new economy. After yeah. This. It, this was this was, and I'm not I'm not somebody who slams Amazon either. Yeah. Because it serves a purpose. 
but there was never, I mean, we have the small business, is it the, um, we have, we have an office that, that deals with small businesses in, in the government. Yeah. They never gave it. I mean, under Linda McMahon, by the way, is the head of it. Oh, that's right. We just talked about her a few shows ago. So didn't give a shit. And um, but it, it's like a double whammy because he talked about in the past uh, companies like Sears and, and Kmart. Yeah. They were Macy's. brought out by a hedge fund. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know about Macy's. But no, no, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I got ahead of what you were saying. Never mind. It, but so there was the hedge fund thing, and so now they're closing. It. What's happening now is going to definitely put them under. Yeah, hedge funds were the problem way before the fucking pandemic. Now nobody can go to the store. You and 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 rightfully they shouldn't. This is this is the heartbreak of it. I don't yeah. want to go to Staples. I don't want to go to Macy's. I don't want to go to a store unless I I really have to. And I I don't I it's not good. I no, it's no 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 it's fine. It, um yeah we're we're about ready to go to the break but yeah I mean uh Bob or Joe retail well, apocalypse. I, I, it's it, it's not just the retail apocalypse. It's also the um, retail property apocalypse. Uh, oh, that too. So there's just shopping malls. There's you know the mama. There's the storefronts. You know, like on Main Street or in the plaza yeah. that's just down the street. And and this these are all going to be dead zones. You know, um, even although malls have been you know dying slowly, but. Yeah, I mean, I think this is gonna this is gonna put the last nail in the coffin for shopping malls um, and for a lot of other kind of plazas and stuff. You know, the only thing you're gonna see anymore are nail pla nail places, you know, uh, payday loans, you know, and crap like that. Yeah, everything else is gonna be online. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. So it's, it's also it's also depressing. It's also depressing because when it comes to malls. There had been a movement to try to revive malls, mm -hmm. but with this with this virus, I don't know what where we're going forward with it. Once this country flattens the curve, I pray to fucking god we can flatten the curve. I don't want to go into a mall. I really want to if I if I have to go out. Once we flatten the curve, I want to go into an open air space. Yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't concur. go into malls. I didn't go into malls before because I didn't just didn't like going. To oh no, I hate going to the mall too. It's like, why am I here? This is. I feel like I'm walking through a, a movie set. <clears throat> yeah. Dystopian yeah. future thing. You know? I, I don't just. I don't just. <clears throat> well, it would be a cool movie right set if the if the Blues brother if the Blues brothers started riding their car through the mall. That would be a cool. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> you know. Cold yeah, movie set. We have a mall that isn't really fancy, but it's really unfortunate because it's actually a mall that consists of small businesses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all pretty much mom and pop shops. So it, it, you know, they really the only like the old strip mall. Places, 
It's, it's 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 sort of like an indoor strip mall, essentially. It's yeah. Really. Yeah. And there's a TJ Maxx, there's a Burlington. Uh, but, but other than that, you know, they had like the, the little the little hardware place. You know, the guys did make. They got a vape shop, man. Actually, yes. Ninety percent of this mall is small businesses. It was really unique. I thought you were going to say 90% of the mall was vape shops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So be best. Don't yeah. vape. But, uh, it, I just, but yeah. It, it, this virus is going to kill. It's going to kill retail. Uh, of course, yeah. I mean, it, it, well, then that's the thing. Retail was always already on its knees, and nobody did a damn thing. because well, we all loved hedge funds and hedge fund companies and capitalism and unregulated capitalism and yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Joe, any thoughts on that? Just uh, you know, it's the same, the same thing as you know they bemoan the loss of manufacturing jobs in this country, and they uh, they blame NAFTA, which you know contributed to it. But uh, by and large, we're losing manufacturing jobs, and we're losing retail jobs for things that were predictable. Yeah, you know, back in the eighties, we could have we we saw computers starting to come into homes, and you know, automation starting in factories. Yes. And, Technology increasing, yeah. you you knew that manufacturing was, gonna, and 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 productivity being always the the uh, the motivating force. You knew that 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 companies were going to go to automation and use less workers. And where did the jobs go? You know, now we're wanting jobs, and Trump's going to bring them back. Same thing with retail. Mm-hmm. The internet yeah. has changed the landscape. And that's what put most of these malls on their knees. Sure. And a pandemic like this, like Barbara said, is the last nail in the coffin. Yeah. But it was Set coming. It, on fire. Set it was it on just going to take longer. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. We do have to go to the break. And I'm going to debut uh, at the bottom of the hour. Of course, we, we're waiting for Trisec. Uh, I'm, we're not waiting. He's waiting for us to go to break and shut up. But uh, I, I have some. I got some indie indie music that I'm gonna premiere on the show. I found a sealed copy of my good buddy Pete and his wife Sugar's band, uh, the Cookie Cutters, uh, their Grease Monkeys album, and I they're they're kind of a rockabilly Ooh. outfit. I'm gonna play a couple of their tunes at the bottom of the hour because they're very short. They're like two minute songs, so it's like all right, I'll stack up a couple, and uh, and then I'll say Pete, listen to the podcast at this point, whatever. But yeah, Yay. so. Uh, non-ASCAP BMI. We'll try out something new, see what you guys think. I used to be in a band with those two, and they're the people who I won the chili cook-off at their house. The Granger Danger. So, um, oh. Oh. They're kind of the bob and rain of, of the Cleveland area. They have, hu- <laughs> they have huge they have huge parties every year. Uh, they're super sweet people, and they have uh, some cool varied interests. So, uh, I'll say that. So anyway, well, uh, forward to meeting them. Yeah, Maybe some, in five years. Oh shit! I don't know if they were. No, I don't think they made it to our. Uh, I think they were. were doing a show the night of our uh, anniversary party, so they didn't make it. But anyway, we're gonna run to the break. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night and Trisec. It's the Four Freedoms blog takeover here on Indie Media Weekly. So we're excited to talk to him 
We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Ah, that's adorable. That's getting awkward. And now it's just plain creepy. KennyPick.com This is Miles. And Michelle. Of Mike Check Radio. And we wanted to welcome you to Radio for Humans to Serve Man. Don't get on that ship. Rest of the book to serve men. It's a cookbook. We promise we will not eat you. Unlike Alex Jones. I will eat your ass. It is the best deal you're going to get. Radioforhumans.com You gotta tell them Silent Breed is McClunky. And now, on with the show. There is a pestilence upon this land. Nothing is sacred. Even those who arrange and design shrubberies are under considerable economic stress at this period in history. Did you say shrubberies? Yes. Shrubberies are my trade. I am a shrubber. My name is Roger the Shrubber. I arrange, design and sell shrubberies. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night, broadcasting live on RadioForHumans.com. I almost said it. I almost said it. I was so close to saying it, but I caught myself. So welcome back to my fellow humans, a Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C., Der Braumeister. Hello. Howdy, howdy. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog as well, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. I did not break my rib. That's good. Uh, Rand Paul's neighbor did not rain rain down upon thee. So. <laughs> God damn it. I swear to you. And the like, skies oh turn blood red. The last uh, break, I was like, I'm going to run out there really quick and I'm going to move the sprinkler and I slip. Meteoric tadpoles oh shot from the heavens down to the earth. <laughs> uh, trying to impregnate the earth's core because they wanted to know. You know what they wanted to know, Joe? How is Bobby formed? Yeah. So, <laughs> And, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Oh, is Babby formed? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, is Babby formed? Yeah, I'm not sure. Just, I, just Bing, bing, bong, and dat. That's how Donald's parents uh, explained it to him. Uh, and last but not least, ladies and germs, also from the Four Freedoms blog, this is apparently the Four Freedoms blog takeover, ladies and germs. It's the one and only Trisec from Ask a Vet, Four Freedoms blog, a.k.a. Some call him... Dave? David? <laughs> I don't know if you go by uh, Dave or Dave. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, being on. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. 
So, uh, this keeping is... up my language studies. That's what you told me. She cocked the lock. Oh, what? what? <laughs> well, you know, language studies on this show is like counting how many times we say fuck. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that's pretty much it's like it. a traffic study on the George Washington Bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, I have a clicker. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway. Uh, the, fuck lane, the fuck lane is closed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There are cones on the fuck lane. <laughs> yeah, there are no fucks left to give in the fuck lane. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's great to have you on, uh, Trisec. And uh, apparently, we, we were talking, uh, you know, to, to make sure we got a good setup with you and everything, that uh, you're, you're apparently there's been some, uh, with the downtime that we have in this pandemic, there's been some retooling, as it were, over at For Freedom's blog. Yes, I've been doing a little bit of work. We have a little sidebar that we call Blog Roll, and we uh, place links out there that are important and relevant to us. And in poking around it recently, I discovered that a good lot of those probably dated back to the Bush administration. Oh, wow. Yeah. Back when the worst, back when our gravest, our gravest concern back then was... Human-animal hybrids. Yeah, I know. So... <laughs> Uh, in any case, I pretty much blew them all away and rebuilt the whole thing, and I am pleased to announce that uh, this radio program and the Facebook page are now feature very prominently on Four Freedoms blog. Ooh! And, and well, seriously, thank I, you, Try. Thank you, Try, for doing that. Gotta give an amen for that. Amen. Holy shit! Amen. And we're gonna do the same for Four Freedoms blog on Radio for Humans because we're still in the infancy stage of uh, getting our RSS feeds and links and stuff like that. So your help there. Is going to be invaluable. I appreciate that uh, very much, Trisec. Right. Yeah, I mean, we, we cross-pollinate frequently. There's a lot of good stuff out there from both sides of the house. Uh, and, yeah. get the word out, whatever means necessary, the better. Well, and what better time to, you know, work with one another and collaborate and everything um, to, you know, get out words, you know, positive words or real information, you know, not disinformation. And, of course, hate speech, so I can say uh, white trash all I want on this show. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Unless SoundCloud starts going through it, and then I'm fucked. So, uh, oh, I had to hit the clicker there. Uh, so <laughs> 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 it's, it, it sounds like machine gun fire. Um, but yeah, so, uh, no, no, you know, I'm, I'm over there right now. Uh, we've got some, uh, uh, you know, latest posts, uh, from wicked Pam focus Friday, uh, posted today. Uh, what if by rain posted yesterday, sleight of hand by Bobber from uh, five thirteen. So, you know, content every day. And of course, ask Yvette five twelve twenty twenty 2020 this past Tuesday, um, why don't you remind everybody for you know who who might not frequent uh, for Freedoms blog or you know who's new to it whatever um, remind everybody about your ask of that um, uh, Tuesday posts. 
Well, it is every Tuesday. We've been writing Ask a Vet here at Four Freedoms. And then prior to that, the old Air America radio uh, website. That's uh, right. I've been posting this column because the genesis goes all the way back to Dr. Rachel Maddow and uh, the unfiltered program mm-hmm. that she would have actual veterans on during the uh, Iraq War way back in 2003. She'd have actual veterans on. And yes. uh, people could call in and ask them what, what was it all about? What was it like? What was going on? Uh, it's evolved from there. Uh, we were uh, at least passing acquaintances with Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America, which was run by Paul Rykoff, who used to be on Dr. Matter's show all the time. I believe mm-hmm. he still is on her TV show. And uh, when uh, Air America Place, when Air America collapsed, I felt this was an important thing to keep going. And that is the genesis of it. And I've been doing it ever since. Every Tuesday, with very few exceptions. Uh, now there's some long-standing stories I've been following for, oh, more than a decade now. Uh, important news that comes up. Uh, issues. Uh, sometimes things you can do to help, uh, support. All kinds of things. Anything that's veteran and sometimes military related are actually two different things. I believe I've heard that Theo out there is an aviation geek. I'll give him a run for his money because I can out geek anyone with things with wings. I can attest to that. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, uh, you you, you set me straight on on my Star Trek. The the one I said OST. OST stands for original soundtrack. <laughs> original soundtrack. <laughs> so, so uh, but no. One thing I gotta say: over the past few years, when I say over the past few years, I'm talking the Trump years. It's been really hard for me to write blogs. Yeah, Isaac and Bob have literally always stepped up. To the plate and and no offense to you bob but trisec has been the backbone for freedom i i, I would agree with that he's he's probably our best writer uh I, I, I don't know sometimes i amaze even myself with that i don't know how i do it from, from week to week hey don't distal don't dislocate your shoulder patting yourself on the back there buddy <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't crack a rib tonight. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh, oh close to home. Uh, so, uh, so. I'm an active New Yorker. God oh, nice. damn it. But, um, no, everything that Tri said is, is right. I mean, it, he, he, he is, I mean, Bob, Bob does all the, um, because all he's the hamster. Yeah. Am I wrong with saying that? I don't think I am. He's the hamster. The, the hamster. The oh, the, the, the hamster like, in the wheel. Yeah, he's 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 that guy. But Trisec is the one that's like, come on, gotta keep it going. And and the past few years, it's been really hard for me, for me personally. I, I you know, yeah. um, so I really love that he cleaned up our blog room, and he's he's he, here's the thing, Trisec is boy scout he's like you all you ain't getting it done i gotta get it done i do appreciate him because he is your loyal tricep am i wrong in saying that nope i don't I think so that. i i don't i don't know i don't know uh david that well but i i i think that uh from everything i've read well no i'll say 
then I know you well through your writings and through the chat and for your disgust for banana cream pie. Um, but <laughs> I forgive him for that. Uh, but no, I, and, and some, something, uh, I want to tell, oh, oh, say it again. Uh, try a second. We all have our spots. We, yes, we do. We do. And, uh, that all bananas have their spots too, by the way. Not in pie. So the uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, Trisec, uh, on a related note to you, you being a scout in everything, or, you know, or you're a scout leader as well as a former Eagle Scout or, well, an Eagle Scout, right? I am not an Eagle Scout. However, I raised one. Oh. His Eagle Board, his Eagle Court of Honor is coming up on June 5th. Oh, so, all right. I've been give a member on. of this organization since I joined as a youth myself, oh, a few years ago. Well, I want to <laughs> say uh, for for your son, uh, amen. amen, amen. And the reason why I wanted to to mention that is because uh, my childhood chum Scott, uh, who lives uh, kind of in the Columbus area, I can't even believe his son uh, just graduated uh, uh, high school. I knew, you know, he came from a good lineage. I'm saying, I can't believe he graduated. I'm just saying, I can't. He was a little boy. He was just a little boy like a minute ago. And uh, he just graduated and he was featured in a local, uh, a small, small town Ohio newspaper for him uh, becoming an Eagle Scout. Uh, And I was like, holy crap, Scott. Proud Papa right there. Great moment. Avi is actually only the second member of our extended family to be an Eagle Scout. So this is a, a considering them Sicilian, Italian, and Filipino. That's a pretty vast family to deal with. Uh, sure, sure. Sounds like you know Thanksgiving should be interesting. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no, that's uh, uh, be you know that you can pat yourself on the back uh, uh, lots for right there. So, congratulations to to your family and One your son. I would, I, would I, I just want to jump in here because I don't I said it to try on the blog, but I want to say it here on the show. I have been honored to literally watch hear the stories about Javi growing up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we still got, we got, still have pictures of him, you know, like the class pictures of when he was, you know, junior high, maybe. Yeah. Maybe and, and even yeah. younger, Trice has been sending us you know, his, his school pictures forever. I got to meet Javi once at um, Obama inauguration. No, twice. Disney World. Twice. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, now I'm a terrible person. <laughs> oh, boy, come on. <laughs> um, no, I, I, you know, Try has actually said that he's the kid of four freedom because the people who do come to to our chat, none of us, none of us, are parents, just by happenstance. Yeah. He's, he's. I'm, I'm so proud of Javi and. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting a little convulsive, you know, mushy. That's fine. It's just, I, I'm really proud. And they, I mean, he actually, he got accepted to Johnson and Wales. 
Nice. He's in the, uh, well, he was in the culinary program. Uh, yeah, uh, still, that's a huge deal. So hobby is, is literally our poor kids. Sorry, Try. Say it again, Try. Uh, Johnson and Wales in all colleges. A very sad freshman year for all of those kids. Yeah. Well, eh, it kind of stinks, but, you know, hey, best senior skip day ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, still, I'm still working with the scouts here in Waltham, and I know quite a few of those kids that are seniors this year, uh, including one of Javi's friends that he's fighting an eagle deadline, and, you know, time is running out. Been out of school mm. since March to imagine that your senior year in high school do we all remember our senior year in high school of the blue done you never set foot in your school again never yeah, see your friends never talk to your teachers again that's yeah. just mind-boggling is, oh, um, yeah. is Javi doing distance learning oh he uh the way johnson wales runs their culinary program his first semester last september was all academic and that was the opportunity he had to do remote learning. Uh, this semester in the spring, he was in the kitchen. He was doing all culinary labs. And, uh, you know, you really can't do that remotely. Oh. Uh, okay. Been sitting at home, you know, really doing nothing. Well, I hey. Kind of go, uh, go, go just practice bake, baking, cooking, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, he does stuff here and there, but uh, this is my kitchen. He's going to fight me for 10 <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Dad, can I make a banana cream pie? Oh, Kenny. Oh, gone. <laughs> <laughs> I will disown you. I will disown you. He's going to uh, have to learn how to do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, Trisec, at your leisure, I posted the uh, the link to my buddy Scott's son uh, from the uh, Morning Journal out of Columbiana County uh hey, in the, in the discord so there you go fine young man uh attained eagle scout uh, status that's pretty awesome right. so good stuff yeah, that's right. not something that comes easy oh, no man. no i i i i attained cub i attained it that's like a participation he killed he killed a cub no no you killed a cub you got an uh i showed up award huh yeah exactly i got the participation ribbon so <laughs> yes i also think i have like an orange ribbon from some kind of race i was in when i was seven so <laughs> don't even ask me how the pinewood derby went motherfuckers <laughs> it was bad let me just tell you it was bad <laughs> uh i, I, I didn't even place my car stopped less than halfway down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think oh. I, ever, I don't think I ever was in long enough to do that. Mm. I said, and, you said uh, you yeah, that was fun when I was a cub master. What's that, Try? It was fun when I was a cub master. I actually built a new car 
and issued the Cubmasters challenge. Oh yeah. Oh, all right, I won. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. W- wish I would have had your help when I was trying to nail on those little wheels Jeez, with a tiny. Five years of cub mastering, I think two scouts beat me. Oh, well, there you go. Two or two too many. Yeah. <laughs> and they and that's how they died. So no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> Now, so uh, what? What's the late? Well, I'll tell you what. Actually, it is break time. We we'll go to break a little bit early so we can uh, do this right. And uh, I want to ask you some about some of your recent posts and anything else you want to talk about from the news, whatever. This is the still the Four Freedoms blog takeover. Sorry, we had the techni- a few people had the technical issues with tune in earlier, but it seems to be resolved. I haven't seen anything else about it, um, and we will address those issues as we go. And if anybody was listening when I was freaking out about that, please don't judge this show. <laughs> don't judge the first hour of this show. Judge this hour of this show because this is golden right here. <laughs> just, just you know, I'm sorry about that. But anyway, we're going to go to the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, lots more from the Four Freedoms blog takeover while Joe and I observe, and actually maybe Joe will ask Aww. a question. Um, as well, like I've been quiet (laughs) anyway. Uh, but all right, here we cut, here we go. The double shot from my good friend, sugar and Pete's band, the cookie cutters, uh, the grease monkey, uh, I'm sorry, the cookie cutters from their album, grease monkeys. We have the following tracks coming up. We have King of karaoke and beer huggy. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Pick. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for the liberty for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Pick, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me?
This is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio. I am Michelle Lagan of Mike Check Radio. This is the Suits from Mike Check Radio. I am Miles Lagan of Mike Check Radio. This is Kenny Pick from Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Tune in every Sunday, Sunday, Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff only on Radio for Humans. RadioForHumans.com. Hey everybody, Kenny Pick coming at you on RadioForHumans.com. This goes against every rule of broadcast journalism I know. Don't change that dial. Find Radio for Humans on TuneIn. I used to be number one in this town, but people don't listen to AM like they used to. Seems like it's more about FM and color TV. That's stupid. It sure is. And be sure to visit RadioForHumans.com for more information. This is the internet. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And Trisec, where would you like to be? Uh, what would you? What, what city would you like me to thank that you're close enough to that you would? Uh, not Boston, right? Um, well, I am in Metro West. I'm actually in Waltham, which is the birthplace of the American Industrial Revolution. And thank you, Waltham, <laughs> for that. Boston in- better, the old hub of the universe. I think, and thank you, Waltham uh, works. So I like that. Yeah. I like that name too. Say it right. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Say it right. All right. Coach me. Coach me. Waltham. 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 Is that right? You got it. All right. Waltham. There you go. All right. So hey, welcome Waltham, back too. to the show. This is the. This is the Four Freedoms blog takeover. But Joe, Joe, you and I, we're in the minority here. There are more for, for more oh for, for there are more for <laughs> freedoms bloggers. We need to go out and protest uh, the state capitol wherever oh. you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm just gonna meet. I'll meet Trisec up in Mashpee. Oh yeah, and have some ice cream. Oh, there for a long time. Were you? Spent a lot of time in Mashpee. Ooh, nice. All right. Oh, what you got? Which is uh, Kotuit. Oh, Kotuit. One of my mm. favorites. I always <laughs> thought that was coitus, but that's not what it was. <laughs> oh, uh, coitus? Well, you know what that is, right? Oh, it's Bobby formed. Yeah. Actually, we we, we spent a lot of time in Pocasset. Oh, Poke? Pocasset. Pocasset? Oh, it's yeah, Bobby okay, formed. Yeah. Oh, Cassett. 
<laughs> Bobber said, Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got to stop the show. I just got a ooh from Bobber. So that was, that was good. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, we're having fun all oh, when we laughed and laughed. Uh, but yeah, it's great to have you on, uh, Trisec. I think you've only ever been on turn up the night, maybe one, maybe two other times. I think we had the big anniversary show a while back. Oh, that's Once right. Before. That's oh, right. Yeah, that's true. So I'm thinking it was that and maybe another one too. That was when was that anniversary show? Uh, it was an anniversary day. 2018. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, it was in the <laughs> outside, I don't remember. How is Bobby formed? No, I wait. No, I, no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Such an ass. It wasn't. It, <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I will eat oh, your I ass. Was, uh. <laughs> I, I actually think it was probably was it 2018. I'm thinking because no, it, it was wasn't. 17. We, oh, 2017. Wow. We got to revisit that show. I am confusing it like, you know, the Spanish flu of 2017. Or the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. I will eat your ass. Wait, no. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> All right. I got right, nothing. So the Just audio clips. It was 2017, right? All right, so that was about three years ago then. I, do I have that correct? Because Trump is dumb and he's got me confused with 2017 and 2018, even though it's 100 years later. Wait, you you saying Trump is dumb? Bing, bing, bong, and da. Tip, top, shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. God bless the United States. You're not saying he's dumb, are you? Um, <laughs> been a long time. That, that would be an insult to dumb people. <laughs> I just say that. Oh, my God. Very long time. Very long time. that has fallen out of favor nationally, but that's what Trump is. Uh, yeah, well, you know, he, he would argue, though, that it, I think he probably thinks he's pretty smart. That's smart? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, 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 we have uh, about twenty minutes left in the program, so let's let's make it worthwhile. Um, and uh, so uh, 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 right now, um, let's find out what everybody's been posting about on Four Freedoms blog right now. So, Trisex, since you are our guest, uh, oh wait, I have a clip for that. I, I, I I'm your host. He's family. He's family. Yeah. So, well, here, here it is. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, lay it on your own. Since you are my guest and I am your host, what are your pleasures? What do you yeah. like to do? Yeah. So, uh, don't give Bart's Aww. answers, <laughs> or not Bart, uh, but uh, the Waco kid. Um. But anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, tell us about uh, w- what you've been writing about recently on uh, Four Freedoms. 
Well, we've got a whole week's worth of blogs to look at. I actually do want to shine a light on an issue that I've been following for a few weeks on Ask a Vet. Godzilla uh, versus the Murder people. Hornets? No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. We'll get to that one. <laughs> okay, all right. In the Northeast, if you've been following the news, you may have heard about uh, Ground Zero here at the Holyoke Veterans Home. Western Massachusetts. Yes. Veteran homes in Massachusetts, they are actually run by the state uh, under the umbrella of the VA. Uh, I had an old uncle of mine that was here in the Chelsea Veterans Home. I mean, it's a pittance. The veteran pays like 10 bucks a month. He gets housing and medical care and, you know, meals and the whole nine yards. It's basically like Florida, God's waiting room. Too fine a point on it. (laughs) Hell's waiting room. A Holyoke Veterans Home, right when we started having the outbreak of all of this in early March, for whatever reason, mismanagement or who knows what, it got out of control very rapidly. To the point now, I went to look it up just now to make sure I had my numbers right. Mm -hmm. I am reading this report from The Guardian in London, England. Uh, The headline, it's horrific. Coronavirus kills nearly 70 Massachusetts Veterans Home. Uh, It's been reported nationally that I'm aware of because that is actually the highest concentration of fatalities at any nursing facility in the United States. Uh, Started with 230 residents, 70 of them died, 81 of them at last report were infected, and 80 employees as well. Jesus Christ. God damn it. Yeah, that's insane. We don't know what's going on. Governor Charlie Baker, for all the good work that he's been doing with the coalition and otherwise, this one just got away from the state. Our investigation's going on. Presume there's going to be lawsuits. Mm -hmm. But this has been going on almost since the beginning. And nearly as bad as the uh, Biogen conference outbreak in Boston. You might have heard of that one as well. Biogen, big... uh, pharmaceutical conglomerate here in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Right at the beginning of the outbreak, they had a big conference at the Long Wharf, downtown Boston, and pretty much everybody that went to that conference came out positive. And this was before the controls were in place, and as people spread around the state and the country, they early went and played Typhoid Mary. Well, that's yeah. some of the stuff we've been following on Ask a Vet. And uh, the other one that uh, I was a bit concerned about, uh, Senator Schumer in New York uh, has made a note that the Veterans Administration made a bulk purchase that uh, a malarial drug there, the hyperchlorazone or whatever they call it. Okay. Yeah. And All that's right. the VA that purchased it. But... Very mysteriously, no news has come out of what they're doing with it, why they made a purchase that big. There's speculation that they're experimenting on veterans as a treatment for COVID-19. That's uh, no, this, that's not speculation. Hold on, hold on, one at a time. What, hold on, let Livin finish up, and then Rain, you say what you're going to say. Uh, I'm sorry, not Livin. Uh, Livin, okay. I'm sorry. Um, Trisec, I'm sorry. I was reading Livin's <laughs> comment while I was trying to say Trisec. Trisec, uh, finish your, your point. The, the comparisons that I've made about the VA mysteriously purchasing this drug and being very tight-lipped about it 
I've made comparisons myself to the uh, Tuskegee syphilis experiment. I yeah. called them out for using Dr. Joseph Mengele's research protocols. Mm. This yeah. just doesn't look good. And after I've seen the initial headline and the first story, I haven't seen anything else about this. Where was that headline from? Uh, this was reported in through the AP. Holy shit. Yeah. Rain, Rain, what did yeah. you want to say about that? Um, oh, it, shit, it, it's not a fly-by-night source. Yeah. It, 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 no, try, what, I would, what I was trying to say is that try is actually correct. It has been, they stopped using hydrochloroquine, whatever the yeah. drug is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they, they were using it on veterans in a number of veterans, veteran facilities. They were yeah. also using it in, in, in Texas nursing homes. I don't think I saw that one. I, 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 again, try. I'm sorry. It's been really hard for me to write. Really has been so hard for me. No, to no, write. don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I, uh, I, I, I'm no, interested they, in this story. Been, they have legitimately used this, these, that drug, hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Hydroxychloroquine. In veteran facilities and nursing facilities in Texas. And that was before, that was before the Veterans Administration said, oh, we can't use this. But when, when Trisec says Mengele, he, he's not wrong and it's not hyperbole. Yeah. And anybody who knows me on this show, I don't float in hyperbole. Oh, all we have to do, all we have to do is look back at how hardcore Trump was pushing hydrochloroquine. Or hydroxychloroquine. I'm sorry, Joe. What was it? Is it hydroxychloroquine? Hydroxychloroquine. All right. All we have to do, all we have to do, is go back and look at and see how hard Trump was pushing that, and then how quickly it was like, no, 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 don't do that anymore. That's all the evidence we need right there. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This was Trump yeah. pushing this drug. Um, and and, and being used in the Veterans Administration homes. Yeah. Vets go. Yeah. Well, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? I don't know. My life. My life. The you know. That's just the thing. The AMA had already come out and said, "No, no, stop using that. The only outcome is death. This isn't a good idea." Yeah. And and. <clears throat> During that time, the federal government decided to stockpile millions and millions of these pills. Yeah. Here's the thing. That pill actually has a medical use. It helps people with lupus. Right now, people who do have lupus are having a hard time getting access to that drug. Because well, the no federal shit. government stockpiled it. Yeah, no shit. No, of course, of course, fucking crazy. I need to check up on the on that Colcasin slash Colchris trial that was going on in Canada as an anti-inflammatory. I haven't looked up on that. Interestingly enough, I had I forgot to tell you guys this on uh, Wednesday morning. I had a uh, video doctor's appointment. 
uh, be, be, to you know to get my gout medicine and blood pressure and cholesterol medicine like renewed. Um, uh, my doctor, I'm not going to say his name. It was funny though because we were on the face to face thing. They uh, it come, was come on, Kenny. His name is Doctor Feelgood. Um, yeah, I know it. Uh, actually, his name is his name is Doctor Rand Paul. Actually, thank you. Um, so, <laughs> uh, no blitz. No blitz. Yeah. Um, but no, I was talking to my doctor and it was funny because we were on yet another face to face program that they use at doctor's offices with my cell phone. And it was funny cause I was sitting in the sun porch and he saw part of my, my, uh, star Trek collection and he was like, Oh wow. I like your collection. And it was like, is that Mr. Spock? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to send him uh, a Mr. Spock action figure after our, our appointment. Um, but yeah, he said he's a big Star Trek fan. And the interesting thing was we, we had this and he, he was like, yeah, we'll refill your prescriptions and everything. He gave me another one cause I thought it might've had an ulcer, but it cleared up. So I haven't even touched the medicine. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure if I had an ulcer or I don't know what it was. I think maybe I I really think I've lost weight and my body is like, or your tummy is getting smaller, rumbly kind of thing or something. I don't know. Um, but I thought I might have had an ulcer, so he, he gave me the medicine for that. Haven't used it. Gave me my other prescriptions. And then I, I mentioned to him that study for Colchicin and Colchris to reduce inflammation in... Um, it, you know, what I, what I understand from this study is, you know, Colchris, AKA Colchison, it's a major, it, it's an aggressive anti-inflammatory and what it does, it, it, what they're trying to get it to do is to use it in patients whose, um, uh, their immune systems are working in overdrive and sending, uh, signals to like different areas of the body and causing excess inflammation from the way Corona uh, or COVID-19 attacks the body. And I mentioned it to him. Oh. And he's like, he, and he said, no, I haven't, I haven't seen that. I, and, and I was like, well, yeah, you know, I said, I'd send him a link. Uh, I haven't yet. Um, but I don't have his email or anything. So, uh, but it, no, I told him it was, you know, a Canadian, um, it, it, you know, uh, uh, university that was looking into it. And, uh, and he was very interested. He was like, no, I hadn't heard that. And, He's my doctor is so nice. He's like my favorite doctor ever. He's like maybe like four years younger than me, and he's just so cool. So, um, but anyway, I think it's really cool that he listens to his patients. Yeah, I mean, he's a good talker, and I'm a good talker, and he knows. I've told him I do a talk show and stuff like that, so he's kind of always interested to hear what I have to say, as long as I don't get too like Trump you know, bury him under a pile of shit, you know, <laughs> you know, just dig a shithole and put Trump in the bottom and cover with shit again. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, but no, he's really cool. He's just a nice guy and you know, we get along, you know, so it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, but I'm going to send him a, a, a Mr. Spock Migo. I'm going to, I promise you. So, um, any doctor, I mean, Joe, seriously, how cool is that? It's like, you know, he's like, maybe he'll be like, damn it, Jim, he's dead. Next time I, you know, talk to him. Oh, oh, that took a dark turn. 
Dr. McCoy on Star Trek. He's a Star I know, Trek. I know what you're talking he's, about. He's a Star. He's a Star Trek fan, and he's a I doctor. So he's dead, Joe. Yeah. So he's dead, Joe. Yeah, you know it. Uh, but anyway, Joe, pretty cool to have a, uh, a relatable doctor. Yeah, I, I have one. He's nice. He's cool. Yeah. And All right. but every time I go to see him, he talks about Bob. <laughs> because Bob goes to him, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, and he asks, he always asks Bob when I take Bob in to tell him Hollywood stories. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I've and always the, wanted my. Uh, go ahead. No, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, my dog's he, cool. What I've always wanted to do is go. You know, have a doctor that every time I go in, he'll put a tongue depressor in my mouth and then pull it out and say, mm-hmm. "You're a court low." So. Your court low. No, yeah. That's such a dad joke. Hey, it's a David Letterman yeah. joke, actually. That's from David Letterman. That's oh. a yeah. Uh, he didn't have the best writers all the time. That's a yeah. good joke. Oh, you can you guys. <laughs> all right, all right. So all right, back to Four Freedoms blog. We got a few minutes left before we do parting shots. Uh Bobber, what what's something you're you're uh proud of or or have written recently or maybe not so proud of oh uh, no, <laughs> uh, yeah when, when i uh not so proud of is when i kind of wait until you know the morning to to write the blog and then like something happens at work or, or something or i oversleep and then i end up posting just some some little quick bullshit you know stub or something here's a picture of a cat <laughs> <laughs> I'm um for me, you know, I've been trying to avoid making every single blog post about, you know, COVID-19 or That's good. Know, it's either that or Trump and it's just it's hard to 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 break away. You'll that, go insane you know? if you if you focus on that. I mean, there's other news in the world and I try to some, you know, sometimes I'll try to look at that or do like a science blog or something. Yeah. Um, I do those every once in a while. Um so, yeah, but yeah, it, it, right now, a, I mean, the, the the disease is, you know, and the, re, the re, lack of response to it from the this administration is kind of dominating everything. You know, every day it's a, it's a new, a new low. You know, and you're right. You're it's right. Kind of, hard to, kind of hard to avoid it. Yeah, but you know what? Um, you can rise above and and do something uh, interesting and fun as well. Uh, but anyway, Rain, uh, what about you? Yeah. Here's the thing, as an aside, so we have Wicked Pam who writes her like either Funny Fridays or, or Focus Friday. Like she does Fuzzy Fuzzy uh, Fuzzy Friday. She, you know, she does a Friday blog to distract. And I just I really need to say this because Trisec and Bob. What Bob just said and what Trisec is saying. I gotta give them so much credit because they're carrying the load. I am not of the mental state to do that, what they're doing. It gets really hard because for the past 10 years or so, my blogs have generally been uh, based on, um, I come from an emotional place. So I'm, I'm a, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm a woman. Um, <laughs> 
Ah, you're lady. I am no lady. Don't ever call me. Cause a lady. I'm a woman, Ajali. <laughs> so they do. They come. They most of the time they come from really. That's how I view things. From it's not scientific. It's not clinical. It's been really hard for me to write blogs because I can't keep writing a blog every. I, my days, my days are Mondays and Thursdays. Can't and Mondays are really hard for me because there's yes, seriously. <laughs> Mondays, Mondays are like after I have like a nice weekend. I'm gardening or I'm painting. I'm just trying to avoid things, and then it's like, oh, I wake up on Monday. I look at the news. And I'm like, God damn it, that motherfucker did what the fuck? No, I can't. I, I often just want, want to write a blog. Like, what the fuck did this motherfucking goddamn goddamn hey, motherfucking fuck piece of shit do with his diseased penis and his two full of Don't shit diaper penis in this house? Get out of my house! See, those are the things that I want to write. How is Bobby formed? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, blogs from like here's here's the sub because I can't write anything. It's not because I don't care about our blog or our blog community. I genuinely do. It's been really hard. Maybe next Monday I will write that filthy, disgusting blog post that's been building up in me like goddamn bile for the past three years. No, I. I the point is, and this is this is going to be my party shot. I just okay. want to give Bob, Bob, and try so much credit because brothers are taking care of it. Well, I, I mean that sincerely. Yeah. Got to love the brothers. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. All right. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Uh, okay, if that's your parting shot, then Joe Santorso. And I'm glad that Try is here, and I hope he comes back. Oh, he will. He will. We're gonna we're gonna work it out. Um, but yeah. So Joe, uh, I, first of all, I want to say thank you so much because you're still working on uh, images for different shows and stuff like that for Radio for Humans dot com, and uh, the hits keep rolling out because Susan and I are uh, planning out. A Saturday morning show, kind of like Saturday morning cartoons, except we're doing we're doing breakfast cereals, and of course it's cereals like old radio cereals, and we're going to be doing uh with some really fun programming. We're going to be doing uh, Archie, like Archie Andrews from the comics, um the the Lone Ranger, uh, Tarzan. Green Hornet, Space Patrol, um, a lot of kids-centric shows. We have some Lassie stuff we're going to put in there. Uh, Hat Tip Joe and uh, hmm. Bob Weatherwax as well. And uh, hmm. and, and then uh, we're going to – there's actually this really crazy show from the – I think the 30s and 40s called Weekly Comics Man. And basically it's this dude who used to read – the comics on the radio for kids who didn't get newspapers. Um, or Zeitgung, as it is in German. Zeitgung is newspaper in German. Zeitgung. Um, yeah. 
Uh, something like that. Thank you, Barbara. That was the Zaitung. Uh, yeah, uh, Zaitung. Yeah, Zaitung. That's right. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be really fun. It's a lot of adventure stuff. And, you know, again, and we'll have like serial commercials in between and stuff like that. It's going to be really fun. And Theo is working on intro for Space Patrol for us as well. Very excited about that because Theo is knows all things Space Patrol. Very exciting. And then down the road, we'll probably do like Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers and stuff like that. But for season one, we definitely have uh, the comics, uh, Comics Weekly Man, Archie Andrews, uh, Lone Ranger, Green Hornet, Tarzan, and Space Patrol. So that's very exciting. Again, with some other surprises thrown in like Lassie and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to be Saturdays 10 to 1 Eastern, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. I wanted to put, I was thinking 9 to noon, but I was like, oh, I can't make the West Coasters wake up at 6 to listen to that. You know, so now you get to wake up at 7. And I'll put Space Patrol at the <laughs> end for you, Theo. Is it going to be huh? a live show? No, it's going to be a program show where we, you know, okay. we're going to, yeah, no, it's not going to be live. Um, I don't know. We we could do a live show, but we we probably won't. That's too early for me. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we have other programs coming up too. Paul's Memory Bank is also retooling. He's going to be playing Superman, old time radio comedies, stuff like that. I don't want to get too far into the weeds on that. But Joe Santorsa graciously made, uh, excuse me, hiccup, uh, made a, a show a show image for us for the. Uh, uh breakfast cereals and i appreciate that joe thank you so much for that and uh, what is your parting shot joe oh my parting shot is you have lassie <laughs> i'm surprised yeah have there's not lassie much radio. there's not much lassie radio on the internet archive but if you have more i uh, will talk i do i do it right. bob's uh that's where i got that picture um nice his dad yeah, no, uh, that's awesome. Lastly, doing the first radio show. Rudd? And, um, Rudd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's Rudd. And, uh, Bob also has, uh, we have a lot of his, of, of the radio shows. I have them archived here somewhere. Ooh. I have to think about, when we were writing the book, when we were writing the book, uh, we came across a lot of his old radio shows. Looks like we might need you. You might have to do an intro for the, the Lassie stuff on the show then, like Theo's going to do for Space Patrol. Oh, well, I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Bob's sister got to see Frank Sinatra in person on the radio show <laughs> because she got to go there to the studio. And meet. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, yeah. So connections. Yeah. It's all about connections. Well, when your dad's in the business, you know. Yeah. All right. Anything else, That's Joe? Uh, uh, well, let's get your parting shot in. Uh, any anticipation for the clown car for this Sunday? The clown car, yes. The clown car, <clears throat> we're going to be uh, presenting one of uh, Trump's newest uh, offerings from his uh, from Trump, Trump businesses, uh, Trump funeral homes for people who were COVID-19 warriors. Trump University, go pricks. Sorry, That's go right. And he's offering, uh, so we're going to be uh, doing our <clears throat> presentation of the Trump funeral services for his COVID-19 
patriotic warriors. Oh, very nice. That you know, it sounds yes. like uh, Trump Laboratories could be right next to the Trump funeral home. Little hint. <laughs> as part of, as part of the funeral packages, Gene Huber is involved. Gene Huber. Does he have a yes, cardboard? Yes. Does he have a cardboard box? Yes, yes, just a little, little, uh, a little, um, a little hint as to what you might find here on Sunday uh, at the Trump Car. Yep, nice. Uh, part of the package is to have a uh, Trump cardboard cutout of Donald Trump that you talk to. <laughs> I absolutely do. Actually, I have two because my five-year-old son made President Trump have a mustache, so I had to buy another one. Yeah, and the other one, he put a hole in the crotch. <laughs> it's a glory hole. Yeah, sure. Yes. So, very yeah, small yeah, hole. Yeah. Use it. Just, yeah, use, well, a Uber, just use a pin. Just use a pin. Gene Uber, uh, part, of, part of our uh, funeral package for COVID warriors is, uh, is Gene Uber will come to the funeral. With oh, good! His cardboard with his cardboard cutout. Oh, now you see that's quality entertainment yes. for a funeral. That's right there. that's yes, that's class. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, class. yeah. With a yes. with a triple K, uh, <laughs> and you get a 21, 21 shard salute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, wait, hold, yep. hold on. Can I do a twenty? Oh, I don't think two. Here's three. <laughs> All right, here's four. Aren't we here's come to five. The- All right, here's six. Ah, no, we're stopping there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Let's get deep in here. Actually, actually, you know, the, the military does it in three three volleys of seven. So oh, you okay. have to get seven shards. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven, seven shards for seven brothers, no. <laughs> seven brothers, yeah. <laughs> seventh shard of a seventh shard. Uh, you got to have seven Seven, yeah, three volleys of seven apiece. All right, all right. Uh, what else? You're gonna do that. What else you got, Joe? That's it. All right, Bobber. <laughs> what's done. your parting shot? Or did did you give a parting shot? I don't think I did. You didn't. Uh, I don't think you did. Go ahead. But I, I don't really have much to, to add to to all this. Um, I mean, Trisec and, and Rain, uh, you know, covered the the for Freedom's blog pretty well. Um, you know the the news is just kind of a, it's like it's like a, a wave of 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 badness that you see coming yeah. on the horizon and there's nothing you can do about it. It's too um, much, so really. I, so I'm you know I'm focusing on things that that make me happy. You know I'm, that's good. Me too. I'm trying. I need to do. I need to do more of that actually, Bobber. So that's good advice. So I'm playing my guitars. I'm building the guitars. I'm trying to do stuff around the house. So. Playing my guitar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, and I will say that I listened. You know, I, I heard the first of the two songs uh, at the, the last break. By yeah, your friends. yeah. And that first one, uh, the karaoke king or whatever. whatever yeah, yeah. It was, king mm-hmm. karaoke. Uh, in my head, I was playing some honky tonk piano along with it. It was. Uh, I think that would. That would sound really good. Oh, well, there you go. That's very nice because you also are a keyboardist as well. So, uh, all right. Last but not least, Trisec, what is your uh, what, what are your final thoughts for our listeners out there? And thank you for joining us. Well, I appreciate it. Well, 
I'll be the soul of the show today, and I'll channel my old scout background. I'll just remind everyone of the sixth point of the scout law, which is a scout is kind. No matter how ugly it gets out there, no matter how much you want to throat punch a Nazi or whatever it is that sets you off, <laughs> sing to their level. Yeah. Kind. Kind yeah. to each other. Kind to your family. Watch out for everyone out there all the things and we'll get through this oh god i want to hug you no touching (laughs) 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 tricec just took away my my proudest achievement i got my only merit badge in punching a nazi (laughs) no touching no touching no but thank you thank you for that reminder that's a good one. I, I that is, that. yeah. I really do mean that. Thank you. For I that I concur. I concur. So anyway, uh, we gotta we gotta wrap things up right now. Thank you again, uh, Trisec. It was a real pleasure having you back on the show. We'll do it again soon. I think we'll just have you back on, uh, you know, every once in a while for Ask of Vet Tuesday and cross promote on on Tuesday here. We um, love Ask of Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. Out. Yeah. yeah well. well we shall figure it out for sure. And, uh, yeah. So, um, but you have a great weekend. Everybody have a great weekend. Uh, take care of one another. Uh, follow Trisex advice, follow Bobber's advice, follow all of our advice. Just be nice or just leave the planet. If you can't be nice, get on a rocket ship made by some kind of crazy alien that has rocket ships. that will shoot you into the sun and take that, do that. Wait, am I being too negative? Shit. I won't. I won't. I won't fault you if you punch a Nazi, but I understand what Try is saying. Yeah, I got you too. So, anyway, especially if those Ill, if those Nazis are from Illinois, so because I hate Illinois Nazis so much. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up. We'll see everybody uh, later on uh, Radio for Humans. Hi. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll, God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Woo! Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis.